I done messed around and went viral right from my driver's seat. Just like what the industry was containing. I'd rather make a difference instead of hating, complaining. So let me park the whip, it don't matter, rapper or model chick. Seeger or comedian, perfect. Let's park in politics. Hey, let's park in politics. Welcome to the pullover, let's park in politics. This the pullover, let's park in politics. I say this the pullover, let's park in politics. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Lockout man back again with another one for you guys. We parking in politics in the night. Y'all know what this is, the Lockout Man Podcast Show. And y'all know what we about to do. Y'all see who I got on. You know, my man Drill Sergeant is back with his own brand of opinionates. Pinionates, pinionates. Is that a word? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that a word? I, I don't know if it's a word, but I'm making it a word today, man. My man, my man just got on me hard. And we also got DeMarco Bryant in the building as well. And uh, we also have another special guest that's going to come up in here tonight. So what's going on, everybody? How y'all feel? Sit back, relax. If y'all have any questions or anything like that, definitely, uh, definitely come through because my man drill sergeant with about 30 years of experience you know what i'm saying you either gonna have to you either gonna have to love them or you're gonna have to hate them but you're still gonna feel them you know what i'm saying so let's welcome everybody to the show so we we just gonna just jump right into it, man. We we ain't gonna be we're not gonna bullshit, you know. Well, yes we are. Yeah, yes we are. So my 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 situation that happened to me today, I posted up on uh, Facebook that my that my truck got stuck in my damn driveway, and I had to, uh I had to call my I had to call my dude uh to come and uh come and get me out, man. And uh, I posted it up on Instagram, and 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 here come here, here come my guy ball busting me like man. I'm like man, come on, bro. But um, but yeah, this uh, it's a 2016 uh Volvo uh single drive. It's dual it's dual it's dual axles, but it's uh it's only a single drive axle, so it's like. Phew, you can get stuck on a sheet of fucking paper though. You know what I'm saying? But um, but this is a 2016 though. So uh drill, you you got an older Volvo. So both so both of your drives, uh when you lock the differential, both of your drives uh move at the same time. Yeah, we got we got real trucks. We drive grow we drive grow men shit over here. We don't do that uh single axle shit. <laughs> See that's when you when you go and uh when you go and uh and, 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 and pay your cheese, you pay for what you want. But unfortunately when you when you drive for a company, you know what I'm saying? You drive for I get you. You gotta you, I, you gotta drive you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do what the boss tell you to do. Drive what he tell you to drive. You know, I understand. You know, right? What's going on, everybody? Uh, Skinny is in the building. James Park is in the building. D. Nitty, you finally got the got the uh, the uh, thing. So that's what's up. My man said, "Tough love." D. Nitty says, "You giving me that tough love? That's that's what you're doing, uh, uh, drill." You me that tough love? 
I just try to keep it 100 with you, man. I just, I don't want, if it's tough love, then it's tough love. But the bottom line is, I can't see you living on the uh, East Coast and and you up in the Northwest of the East Coast mm-hmm. uh, driving a single axle, John, knowing y'all get snow and, and ice. And I, I'm just shocked that you as a trucker, my bad, once again, retract that. You as a driver, uh, would drive some shit like that. I mean, that's for like guys who haul light loads on you know, dry ground all the time. You know, that's that's for them, them guys down in Texas that's down there crying right now. Well, it's you know, snowing and icing. Well, you know what though? Man? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is it is what it is when you when when you uh, when when you drive for a particular company, and uh, you know you 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 find out to be honest with you. You find out a whole hell of a lot uh, with the company and the company's truck during the winter time, for real. Well, when you're a trucker, you know what you're doing. When you're a driver, you do as you're told. Mm. 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 <sighs> so let me. Well, you you're an owner operator. Before you even before you even jumped into before you even jumped into owner operating, uh, young grind. Give me give me a second, uh, Drill. Young grind. You are are we good over there? We're, we're, are we good over there, bro? Now I don't know. I can't get my Bluetooth to stay connected to the to the link. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because I see you. I, I guess I guess I'm supposed to go. I, I guess I'm supposed to go back in this truck stop and just upgrade from this rookie ass headset Bluetooth. I got. Which one you got? Which, <laughs> and get a, a veteran one. <laughs> Which one you got? Oh, the two fifty. The two fifty. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn, bro, that's that's what twenty ten model. Fuck. Yeah. We we up to we we up to the motherfucker with the with the dual cones and the and the crystal clear that you can walk all the way down the street. Hey bro, use what you got, man. Don't don't listen to us, man. If that's what you got, that's what you got. <laughs> you gotta make it you gotta make it work. You gotta make it work. All right, so okay. <laughs> When you get on real, when back. you get on, when you get on our time, when you listen, man, you got to catch up on your time. Don't don't try to run the race until you can catch up. Mm. He say he say don't try to run that nah, race. I left I left my twenty twenty one headset in Indianapolis. Oh, on my here we go. Couch. Here we go. And instead of here him bringing it to me, he didn't let me know that it was there until I get back on the road. I'm like, oh yeah, mm. Bluetooth is here on my couch. Nah, he, he he kept he he kept that for himself, bro. You 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 might as well chalk that one up as a loss, my dude. Oh no, nah, I'm going back to getting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to you, drill man. You you doing so, so. operator? So are you echoing? Am I echoing? Do you hear echo from I, my phone from you? Yeah. I, Actually, to be honest with you, I I do. To be honest with you, like, you know, I'm I'm just making it. I'm, I'm just going with the flow right now. What What about you, Drill? We we just going with the we just going with the flow right now. 
Lean with it. Rock with it. Lean that's with it. it. Rock with it. Exactly. That's that's what we're doing right now. Uh drill, man. So back to you, man. So but at one at at one time, at one time, my G. At one time, you you was rocking out with a company and you did have to you did have to do what the company sort of told you what to do at one point, bro. I did. <clears throat> I think anybody I did do work for in my young 20s, it was only three, four days, if not a week. I think the longest I ever worked for somebody was uh, two weeks. And, you, and that's when you was like, fuck it, let me go ahead and uh, and get my own shit going. No, I have a, I have my own truck since I was 18 years old. I've been on opera. Check my check my uh my MC. My shit's been activated since 90. My uh, actual legal time is 94. I've been in the trucking industry since 82. All right, all right, all right. I I'm not a CDL driver. I'm a Class A articulated driver. There's that a big boy. difference. That boy's a I'm Class not- A articulated driver. Yeah, that means more than one combinated vehicle for those that don't understand that language, you know. So let's uh let's let's get into uh let's get into our conversation, man. Um it, it is there support for uh black trucking businesses, man. Or black business in general. It's support if you with the right people, but if you just gonna basically go all black like hopefully your other guest coming on is gonna claim, um you're not gonna get that support. I'm sorry. I'm not against it, but I'm I'm just a realist and if you want your business to flourish and grow, you gotta get away from those people that you call your people. And if you ever read some of my posts, one of my taglines that uh, I'm very big on is called Save Our People From Our People. Mm. And you want to grow, why would you depend on this guy that can't even loan you $10,000 without asking questions? Mm. So, 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 how is this? Yeah. That, that, that sounds a lot better. It sounds a lot better. We still got a little bit of buzzing, but you, 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 but you good though. You, you good, man. Um, I, I, I posted this, and come to find out, you, you was the one that, uh, that actually written it, and it says, uh, McDonald's can mess up your order one thousand and one times, and you still support them, you know, and and that's true in in a sense because. You know, McDonald's, you know, McDonald's give you, you know, you go into a hood McDonald's and you get that fucked up attitude. You get that, you get that, I don't give a, you know, I don't give a fuck that you hear attitude and then they can mess up your order and all like that. But yet you still go back and, 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 and buy, you know, buy from them, you know, 10 times, 10 times over. But a black business owner, you know, let's say, you know, let's say uh, a a convenience store or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they mess up. You know, they 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 make one mistake, and then we 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 bashing them all the time. That's just that's the nature. That's our nature. Because believe it or not, a lot of people don't know 
McDonald's is a franchise preaching that lately, you know, for these guys that want to be truckers instead of them being truckers, just take your 50 grand and franchise it to McDonald's. But see, as long as they know it's not black owned, they don't go after them. They don't attack their, their character of the fries being too salty or something ain't right about the order. They go in there and they, they yell, oh, give my shit. And that's it. But if you're black owned and you go in there and get you a regular something from the corner joint, or the bodega, or, or black business. Period. You get your breaks done. And, oh man, you done effed up my stuff. I ain't never coming here no more. You know they start berating you and belittling you and, and trying to make your business look bad because something did happen that was fixable and negotiable, but because your people think that they so goddamn rich and powerful in the hood, this is what they do. But what about what 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 about what about this though? What what about this though? We we do support the black business. We we do support the black business. We go there, uh, we go there, we support them and all like that. But they 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 try to get over on us because it's a double edged sword with dealing with black businesses, man. You know, you got you got the ones you you got the ones. That uh, that you got the people that's coming in, and I'm I'm using like a uh, I'm using a corner store as as the caveat right now because uh-huh. it's it's a lot of black it's a lot of black corner stores in in my area, but yet there's a lot of Arabs stores in the same you know in the same vicinity, so they'll come over there you know they'll come over and be like oh okay well I can get this. At a cheaper at a cheaper place at the at the A rap spot, or on the flip side on the flip side of that on the flip side of that you you again you go into that store and you you know you get the fucked up attitude and all like that man. Do you do you agree that it is a double edged sword with dealing with black people? Yes, yes it is. And like once again, you gotta look at it like this. The black people that's coming in to support the black people is the ones that's trying to get over on the black people. Mm. Think so, about that. <clears throat> if so. your price say if your price say five ninety nine, they coming. Oh man, five ninety nine. Damn, fam, man, I could get this for four dollars over. But go over there and so get it. True. So go get it then. If that's where you can get it for for four dollars, go over there and get it. Ain't no, ain't nobody gonna be mad at you for spending your money where you want to spend your money. Oh, come on, man! I live right down the street, bro. You know me? Nah, I don't know you. Mm. It's five ninety nine. See, and that's what the problem comes because we always trying to negotiate and cater to your people. When your people will go and give Gucci, Prada, Fender, all these uh, uh, name brand because. I'm going to say the English, they ain't never had nothing. So they want top name stuff now. They want to make sure, you know, when they buy something, they want name, they want name brand because that's that old slave mentality from the, uh, after the, after the slavery and the Renaissance era came in, the black people wanted top dollar name brand stuff to make them feel like they important. Mm. So they want to, they want to finagle the bagel on everybody. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Trucking tips. I see you. What's going on? Uh, Shape World is in the building. Yo, Shape World, 
ask one of your ask one of your questions to to my man right here and i <laughs> i want to hear his uh his opinion on 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 some of that uh wise al is in the building he just b- bounced out so we're gonna uh jump on demarcio wise al in the building he says it's been tough down in houston i feel it bro i feel it i know you guys going at it hey um uh, Demarcio, man, uh, you, you, you. A- after I made the post, you, you came back, and uh, you, uh, you, 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 you chimed in on, uh, on, on, you know, on the black trucking aspect of it. So, what, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, give a background on the on the post that you that you did, and and give your opinion on 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 this right quick all right how i'm sounding you sounding good bro you sounding good all right um good hi everybody uh welcome to the podcast demarco young global uh i've been driving trucks last seven eight years bounce company 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 to only come to find out that everybody gonna have their ups and downs and about around the same issues across the board so ain't really nothing much different than working for a mega carrier to a smaller carrier than somebody knowing your name and not calling in and asking for a truck number and your driver ID. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I've seen where now in the last two years, brothers and sisters out here in this trucking world getting their own business and can't find a black driver. Mm. We have created our own trucking groups and posted jobs offering the same pay, bonuses, mm. benefits mm. as any other carrier. But mm. not one of our skins will give that chance. You could be on the phone with this black guy and this white guy, this black guy, this Russian, who's offering you the same amount of money, mm-hmm. same home time, mm-hmm. same route, but you're going to go to this Russian and deal with his mess, then not deal with, not give this man a chance over here. Now, right now, I've went from if everybody followed me when I was driving my W900 in Peterbilt all chicken lit up, that was with G&J Trucking. Now and that was that was that a black was that a black owned company or or no okay. no uh, so I was with them from April to Jan April of last year to January of this year, and then. Uh, a good friend, neighborhood friend of mine's a friend that he grew up with, she's black. And she wanted her own trucking business. So she started up her own authority and bought three trucks. Okay. And, you know, they've been asking around about, you know, they asked him, do he know anybody that got their CDL looking for a job? So he hit me up. And then I get in connection with the mother, the daughter of the company. So I say, okay. you know what? The pay is looking a bit 
a bit better than what I'm making over here and can run less miles and make more money. Okay, cool. Came on over here from load cancellations to the truck breaking down to putting a maintenance guy on the truck to the truck breaking down again of having multiple bad weeks back to back with no breathing room. Somebody else in my shoes wouldn't stay. Okay. They will go and deal with a Russian company and have the same issues and stay. Hey, Drill, what you you listening to his story, man? What do what do you what do you say about that? One hundred percent. He's dead ass. One hundred percent. That's how that's how your people do. The moment <laughs> the moment you break down, or the moment something ain't going peachy cream the way they want it. Oh man, you the worst company on the planet. But Shay Shay Whitey can do it, and it's okay. Mm. Uh, Russians could do it. It's okay, you know. Nobody got a problem with their. You know, it's all about the money. To be honest with you, as long as you getting paid, the people will will ride with you because they, you know, some of the other companies they pay you regardless if you worked or not. They throw you a little something that's called slave feed. That's mm. give them give them the scraps. You know, that's how y'all started eating pork. Because they gave you the guts and everything, and, and y'all think chitlins and, and and all that shit is 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 a good meal. That was just to keep that was just to keep you happy, to keep you from trying to run away. Mm. Now, now, hold on. That I, I, I got a I got a question from uh, someone in the in the in the chat. Uh, they want to know. Uh, I can't pronounce. Sh- Shadona Jackson. Shaquez Brown uh, asks, uh, uh, I got a question. How and where can you get the appropriate funds to start a dump truck business? Uh, Drill. (laughs) The appropriate funds? What do you mean the appropriate funds? Either you got the money to do the business or you don't. If not, go get your credit right. Go to the bank and Get your money right. DeMarco. Drill them pretty much put it <laughs> put it out there. Uh, <laughs> but if you're looking at one of your old LLC, starting up that, you're looking at about seventy to a hundred dollars with legal zoom. That's what I'm in the process of doing. But again, it goes back to what Drill says. Either you got the money or you don't. Get your credit up. Get a loan from your bank. I, I, that's what I was about. I, that's what I was about to say. Uh, I mean, if you want to come in this business, go to listen. I tell everybody all the time, you gotta have five friends. If you ain't got five friends, find something else to do. You need five friends. And why I say five friends? Because you got to have five true people that's willing to help you when, when shit get real. Okay? Because shit going to get real out here. You pull off the lot with your dump truck, with your with your bobtail, with your whole unit, and something goes wrong, and you done spent all your capital and getting the vehicle, who you got that financially back you up and help you? 
Mm. You need a you need that circle of trust. You need a foundation of friends that can back you. If y'all can go to the club and pop bottles, you telling me we can't go to the garage and turn wrenches? Mm. And you know what? And that's you know a whole bunch of guys will come together, you know. And this and it bounced back to the uh, you know to 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 the topic that we're talking about. A whole bunch of guys will get together. We will be at the table. In the beginning, like we'll be at the table, like brainstorming, like, yo, uh, we, 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 we got this. We can do this. You know, we just need X amount of dollars from X amount of people. Listen, I, I put the layout out there on a different podcast and I'll put it out on this one as well. If you all, if you got the five people you trust, all right, how you build your, I'm going to give you all the blueprint on how to build your credit. I don't care about what all these credit people talk about. I don't give a fuck about none of their strategies, and they want you to pay them X amount of money, to, and they're going to fix your credit. First of all, you can't fix something that ain't broke, but that's a different topic. Second of all, you get your five friends. The one with the worst credit, that's the one you you you, you he going to be last on the paperwork. The one with the bumpy credit, Everybody has to chip in the same amount of money. Now, the pandemic was the perfect time for this to happen because, you know, everybody was in the house scared, holding each other's dick. And this is the time they should have been saying, okay, listen, everybody come up with an easy number that, that they all can afford. So if we go to the club on a weekly basis and we spend in, more than the 40, okay? You're spending at least $100 a person when you go out. Mm-hmm. you buying your drinks. You're going to buy some weave-wearing, eyelash-flashing, $40, no-having-ass chick some uh, drinks. And if you get lucky and lie long enough, you might have to take it to the hotel. So you're looking at anywhere between $100 and $200 that you came out your pocket for that one night. If you got enough capital you do it two nights that might happen on thursday it might happen again on saturday okay mm-hmm. so you take this money and you dedicate your time the five of y'all you dedicate all right fuck it everybody throw two hundred dollars a week in the pot okay you, that you, money you, does not come you, out you you going back to you you going back to what you what you was teaching me on how to save up for my own truck go ahead yes but this is going to help you build a business now. So now this $200, this don't come out the pot. I don't give a damn what your issue is, bro, because had we went to the club and we tricked it off, you wouldn't have got it back. So don't expect to get it back now. So everybody's name going to paperwork. With everybody's name on the paperwork, everybody got a position. Somebody's got to be the vice president. Somebody's got to be the treasurer. Somebody's got to be the, 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 the secretary. Somebody's got to be the president. Everybody got to mutually understand their position. And I don't say get around each other and, and vote for the most popular dude in the group. No. Sit down and really figure out who is the <coughs> most popular person in the group with the best educated words. Like me, for instance, if I was going to go somewhere and I needed somebody to bullshit to articulate words, I'm going to take Cigar Boss with me. Because can't nobody finagle the bagel with the words better than him. And that's what I'm trying to get on now. So go ahead and continue while I'm trying to read. Okay. Now, y'all do this. You do the math. Everybody get your pencil and paper out or your calculators on your phone. Do the math. 
Five times two times 52 for one year. What's the ma- I know you did the math lockout. What's the number? Wait a minute. You said five times five times two or five times 200? Five times 200. Okay. Five so times two and 200 is the same number. But go ahead. No, you awful, man. Five times, well, five times 200 is a, is a grand for that month. Okay. Do that times 12. Let's do you're doing that. You're doing this by. We could do it by twelve. That's twelve months. How much is that? That's twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. Yep. Okay. That's twelve thousand dollars that you guys saved from drinking, fucking, and cheap eating. Mm. Where are you gonna go? That ain't gonna take that money. Now you go to invest that twelve thousand. If you do it another year, that's twenty four thousand, right? Exactly. Okay, so whoever got the least plumpiest credit, that's the person you pay off his debt. Whatever the fuck it is, pay that shit off, get rid of it, boom. He moves up the credit score. The next person in line, you do the same thing until the fifth person with the worst credit, everybody chips back in, and y'all bail him out. But what see, did you just, but see what did you just do? But see, here's the thing, though. Here, here's the thing, though. It's, 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 it's hard to do that with your own skin. No, it's not hard to do that. That's why I said you got to trust the five that you get. And you got to make sure when y'all sit at the table, everybody got to put their motherfucking 45, 38s, and 40 cows on the table at the same damn time. Mm. And everybody gun got to be pointing at somebody. And it's got to be a real situation. You can't go at the, you can't come to the table with a bunch of pussies at the table. Because at the end of the six months, I'm like, yo, man, I'm going to need my money, bro, because I did this and I did that. But you ain't going back to the club or the bar or the hotel or to Trixie trying to get that money back. All right. So, Derek, man, uh, I I, I see you, bro. You says, uh, you you says, uh, what you say? You say you're going to have to use your own money or get your own credit together. Yeah, well. That, you got to do that too. I'm self-funded. I'm self-funded from the door to the floor. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't have no uh, my my five friends. We all separated after we all got ourselves established, and all of us are self-funded. If we need one another, and I call them and I say, "Yo, lockout, I need ten grand." I'm not expecting to hear lockout ask me, oh man, 10 grand, damn fam. What you need 10 grand for? First of all, it's none of your fucking business. I didn't ask you. I I don't need all that. I called you because you're one of my five friends that is in the circle of trust. Mm -hmm. I should hear, I'm sending it over. I I should be able to say, it'll be there in the morning. I should be able to say, yo, I I, I got your cash app right here. That's it. It's, it's, That's the way your five friends work. If you don't have those type of friends, then you got to do it yourself. You got to go for self. Because if you go under five, you're not going to ever have the manpower that you need to run a corporation. Get your ass out of those LLCs and get yourself into an S-Corp. Mm. Grow the fuck up. Now, everybody, now everybody's over here saying, everybody over here saying, yo, you didn't get your LLC. But you're saying jumping into the S-Corp is, is, is a lot better. Cigar Boss, what's going on, my brother? Hey, what's up, baby? Man, I, somebody breaking up like a robot. I, who, me? Or you? No, it ain't me. 
That sound like not is garbage. It, the station sound like it went robotic. Hold on, is no. it? Hold on, right quick. Let me, let me, let me. Okay, hold on, right quick. He he just bounced out. Am I coming in clear? Yep. Okay, cigar boss. Am am I coming in clear? Yeah, you coming in real clear. All right. So yeah, we 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 you know we got a lot of topics going on. The main topic right now is uh, is there support for uh, black trucking business or you know black business in in general? Uh, what, what do you, what do you what, what's your opinion on it? Okay, so to answer that question succinctly, what happened with the PPP money for black businesses mm. as a whole? That's not a rhetorical question. That's a fucking fact. The bottom line is this. In America, we don't matter. Mm. We hold less than 1% of the total wealth. We have the same wealth. When we were freed in 1865, we owned exactly the same amount of wealth we owned then. And we didn't have nothing. If you average it, if you amortize it out over the last 155 years, which is long as me and, and Drill Sergeant been alive, the first 100 years was, you know, chattel, chattel work. But the last 55 years, we've actually been able to see a level of what was supposed to be progress. But here's the technology. So you're a black businessman and you do some you do something that's not unconventional. Right. Mm-hmm. Say like Robert Smith is doing in, in the technology world. Right. Mm-hmm. He worth four point five billion. Jeff Bezos worth 190 billion. If if Jeff Bezos had Robert Smith money, he would jump off the bridge. Mm. Now, you have to understand that in the scope of things, when we are uh, black and in business, we fighting against uh, an octopus of evil. You got your family that don't want to see you make it. You got your so-called friends that can't stand you. You got the people that uh, that don't know you trying to justify their reason for not liking you because you look like them. It's the Willie Lynch syndrome. Here you go, baby. Uh, and then uh, when, you, it, when you do fall, they cheering because they never... See, what, what happens when you become a successful black businessman you expose the fear factor that the average black person with a good job had. They afraid because what what nobody wants to see in America is the nigga become a multimillionaire or a billionaire. They don't want to see Curtis Jackson with a Branson cognac. They don't want to see Sean Carter uh, with a billion dollars. They want to see somebody named uh, Harold Jason Thibodeau III. Because he enunciates better. He 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 can he can tell you what a hypothesis is. He, he has speaks pedigree. so well. Right. You speak so and people you say speak so well for what? For who? I was raised in America, born in America. I learned the King's English. I was raised under the American educational system. What I'm supposed to do speak like a monkey. I don't even know how monkey talk. <laughs> I was born in America. I don't know that. Last first time I seen a picture of Africa, I saw a white man swinging through some trees. With some niggas toting bastard on top of their head <laughs> until I learned better. So, so well, who the hell is you talking about? I'm looking around. That's like that's like uh, when, when, when somebody say boo shit. I'm looking too. Who what? You know. So but, if you and I'm gonna tell y'all some facts. 
I'm gonna, and I'm gonna be quiet in just a second. Go back mm -hmm. to your central question. No, there no. is no help. Go, okay, so I'm, I'm when I when I speak and, and my brother Osama tell you, I speak from first person count. I don't speak off of generalities. I've been in business over thirty years. I can I've dealt with snakes, bullies, assholes, racists, rednecks, clowns, monkeys, fools, holes, tricks, uh, hustlers, pimps, and everything. Because the higher the level, the trickier the devil. The okay. dude that owned the trucking company that you work with, he's not a nice person. Mm. He's in the trucking business. If he go to church, he's trying to pay his way into heaven because he done, he done raised so much hell. Mm. So the problem black people have, especially black men in business, see, by the time you get to where you got some money, you're tired. And what I mean by that is you got to figure out what first, how you're going to participate, what lane you're going to play in. Are you going to be in, in trucking? Are you going to be in, in food or you're going to be in technology then you have to get the experience to be able to master that particular field then you go to the bank and you can buy a car but then you go get money to buy a truck and they tell you you need two years tax return you need to have a 750 beacon score and you went in there you bought a, a six thousand dollar car your ass thought it with a 535 because guess what that interest go to them but when you go to borrow that same sixty thousand dollars to put to be able to buy you two used trucks or a truck and a used trailer, they're gonna get <clears throat> clear in their throat. Because the one thing that people scared of is an authoritative black man that own and control his shit. Now let me ask you we the own go ahead. Let me let me ask you this right quick. Let me ask you this. Uh and, and this goes to uh this goes to the uh both of y'all because me, me and Grind, you know, we're we're company drivers. But uh right. But uh, but to the both of y'all as being in the business for thirty years, uh, y'all 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 both successful uh, black men yourselves. How again, as the as as uh, as grind told the story, how to find how to find other black uh, other black people to support you, like how how like if a, if. How to find a good black driver? What 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 do you look for as far as finding a good black driver? Because like 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 Grind said, like like he said, you know, you could give the same you you could give the same uh, rates, uh, CPM, and the Russian and 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 the white guy could give the same rate, but everybody is jumping over over to them and not to you guys. Well, I got my because own because now. because we because see we ain't gonna put no cut on it. See what I ain't gonna do. I ain't gonna hold your hand because first of all you grown, and when I when I give you my expectations, see like like my brother, see we lead we are the example. We don't we don't just drive. We own the company. We show people like last year, Usama and I did a live uh, last March. When the COVID thing first kicked off, <laughs> it was it was the most popular live that, that that the social media hustlers couldn't stand. Like it's it's about nine of them. They all block both. They block both me and them. But they will never come back to us ever again because we put it out there and see what t the, the reason why me and Usama get along so well. He is my yin to his yang. Like when he go off on a, on a tangent, see, you know that you can call me 
and then I can reel him in, but ain't nobody else gonna reel him in because he ain't gonna listen to nobody else. He ain't gonna respect nobody else. And then if I'm going too far to the right, he gonna pull me back into the middle. So we make a good we make a good team because we both respect we respect each other's knowledge base, and we we brothers. Um, and so that admiration and 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 respect and plus we have a unique trust bond. Yep. That's the thing that that you that you look for in a driver is 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 this guy. Like if I'm okay, okay, Lashawn, let me tell you something. You look for if yourself. I'm interviewing you, right? First, I'm looking for you to replicate me. So, or do you dress? Hold on, go Garbars. Hold on. Would you say? Uh, no, no. Would you say drill. You look for yourself in a driver, right? All right. Now, I mean, I have a, I have a method now that I have. Uh, been putting into play and I've told a few people but I don't tell everybody no more because you know a lot of people have been running with my shit and getting successfully uh, uh, man just situated. call just tell, just tell him tell him because the dude bought a Ferrari off of your playbook just go on and yes, call it out <laughs> so but hmm. we just go and an 8500 square foot house we, we just gonna tell it now if you want a good driver you gotta look for yourself and I coming from the era that we all grew up in except uh what's his name dave i don't think dave is our age group what's the brother name in the corner oh demarcio 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 i don't think demarcio is in our age group but i'm pretty sure he's probably 10 years behind us if not 15 but uh wait is that is that my demarco no nah, that's what i was trying to figure out is that the brother with the blue peterbilt with the drop texas deck on it is that is that is that no, no, Demarcio, Demarcio, you, you, no, Demarcio, you, you, you used to have that, uh, that, that sweet ass W nine, right? Yeah, I was with, uh, uh I had a W nine hundred, uh, Kenworth with uh, G and J running out of Chicago to the southeast and back. Uh, then back in two thousand seventeen, out of Cincinnati, I had a 04, 379, uh, uh, running for this night. Hold up, 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 Don't, don't, don't just gloss over that. No, no, that's that's a grown man truck. Go back. See, 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 see what you had, son. You had, you had, son. Look at here. Now I gotta tip my hat to you. Wait, where you, where you, where you, where you live? Hey, listen, y'all check this English out. Where you live at again? Where I live at now? Yeah, where you live? Where you live? Uh, Uni- University oh, Park, Illinois, oh. just south of Chicago. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I, I I contract outside of Austin. You know where that is, right? Yep, fifteen minutes from my house. My man. Okay, so so bet. So guess what? So I'm the cigar boss for a reason. So the next time I'm in this, we're gonna we're gonna coordinate something. Cause what you just told me, what you just said, you a different kind of dude. The average guy don't know nothing about what you just said. Either one of those was it, trucks. Was it, thir- <laughs> was, it thir- was it a thirteen or eighteen speed? Oh, both was thir- uh, one was thirteen, one was eighteen. What kind of reels you had in that thing? That's three point five. There you so go. You was getting good fuel mileage, so you was getting what about six, eight, seven, two, or five, five when you crank that thing up? About six, two. Now so you, you lit, when you lit when you lit them smokes when you lit them stacks up, what would you get? Black Four-way? smoke matters. Black smoke matters. <laughs> Uh, are you a left lane truck? Hey, hey, are you a left hey, lane truck? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> lockout man gonna change the conversation. Lockout man gonna change the conversation because he don't know what he's talking about. Only when, only when need, only when need be. You know what I'm saying? I'd be that driver
chromed out, looking good, looking clean, 70 mile an hour cruise. My, my my I don't know what we talking about, so he ready to so change. You, you, got that, you got that, you got that few, hey, hey, few, you need to get a t-shirt, few mileage matters. They do. Play with it now, play with it now. Y'all got the right one on here. L- listen, L- LaShawn ain't called me, he ain't called me for no reason now. Trust me, that. Hey, Marquio, man, now you, now back, you know, uh, you, you, you ran tough in, into some tough uh, uh, owner operators, though, man. I mean, I, my, my guy right here, I, and I got two of the best in the business right now that that you that that you in here with, man. Let, give a little bit of background of your, of of some of of some of the struggles that you that you dealt with with uh with 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 black black owned businesses as well as other businesses as well, man. Oh hell, where do I start? <laughs> uh, start, start start with the worst. Start with the, start with the one that was the crookedest and work your way back up. Let let me acknowledge uh let me acknowledge the chat right quick, man. We got uh we got Shiana okay. Jackson in the building, Wise Owl is in the building. Uh right. you know, and they all, you know, talking uh amongst each other. D Nitty is in the building. Uh all right, go ahead, go. Uh uh DeMarcio. Um, let's see. I think the first the first black first person that I the the first black owned company I was driving for was out of Atlanta, Georgia. And uh we was running I was running on my cousin, we was running a team. And it so was you were working for Slick Willie Incorporated? Yeah. Slick Willie. Uh, he, he was he was he was he was running for <laughs> Twisted Cookies. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said he was running he said he was running he was running out of Atlanta. Uh, and, 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 oh, okay. <laughs> he said he was running out of Atlanta and running team, which means they weren't coming in for three weeks because I already know what Cud told him. Look, I don't need to see y'all for three weeks. Mm. Yep. So, running teams, you know, trucks stayed down in the shops. I mean, like three times a week, we in and out of this truck into a rental. I'm like, man, what the hell going on here? And then every time it was a breakdown, it was a pay issue. Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the fuel card? What about the fuel card? Did the fuel card work? Nah, he'll turn it off. Mm. Exactly. You ain't selling my fuel while you broke down. <laughs> <laughs> that truck go down. That <laughs> truck go down. That fuel card go off. Damn right. <laughs> how, uh, how how was the how how was the money though? How, how was had there any any issues of you getting paid? What what was the issues on that? Yeah, because when the truck go down, he got to fix the truck before he can before pay he can you. even decide how much money he, he can pay you. See, that's because not the way wanted, business works. <laughs> so did he pay you on percentage, or he paid y'all on the mile? Percentage. Oh, so he but made regardless, sure. Regardless, he worked, he, regardless, he that's not how that works. But see, the regardless, if you get paid percentage. You get paid up to your last delivery point, okay? If the truck breaks down, you can't get paid into that delivery. So that right there doesn't go in. So now that won't go to overflow into your next pay week. But see, so when was y'all take when out y'all, for that? When was y'all turn in? Saturday night or Monday morning? Saturday night. 
So if you broke down on Friday, that whole load that you got on, you got dispatched on Wednesday to carry it over to the next week. So now you ask out for your car payment, your house payment, light bill, water bill, all that. Yeah, up to the next Saturday. See, right, but now, he told you, hold on, hold on, cuz, I need you to get that load for me. I got you. Yeah, I that got part. You. So what was it? Who's the next crook? The next one was out of North Carolina. Mm. Charlotte he had he had multiple trucks. So the first time that I went in with him, <laughs> I was a solo driver. So then I said, Man, I wanna be an owner operator. So since you got your own truck and you out here driving this truck too, and I want to be on the operator, let me see how you operate your business. Let me jump you on the truck. You have 30 grand at the time? No. Okay, keep going. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to ask that question. So I said, uh, let me hop on the truck with your run teams, put another solo driver in here, and let's run this company together. Mm-hmm. He already had a mess truck from the get-go. That's two trucks. The, that's two trucks you done been messed with so far. Right. <laughs> okay. okay. So there's a trend we got on here. So <laughs> your truck already messed up. You know the issues with your truck. Then you got your truck as a team truck. So when that truck goes acting up worse, because you run it as a team truck now. Now you got altercations with your partner <laughs> because you try to put the blame on him for messing up your truck. But that's that's like having that's like having a fine broad with a messed up attitude. Right. But here it okay. is your partner seeing that you possibly having financial issues of fixing your truck, so he wants to you paying him, but out of his own pay that you paying him, let's say you paying him fifteen hundred. Okay. Your truck go down. Y'all running teams right. now. Your truck go down. You just pay him fifteen hundred. That's seven fifty. Now you mad because your truck went down. You just pay him fifteen hundred. You don't know what's wrong with your truck, but this guy's offering to help you pay for the maintenance of your truck to get back on the road. Well, you got a good heart. You a special dude, because I know some cats would have told you hasta la vista, sayonara. <laughs> okay. Okay, so 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 you done ran into Slick Willie, and now you done made you done ran into Trick Daddy. So who who next? That was the that was after him after that after that after that altercation. After that, uh-huh. after that altercation we had when the truck broke down, I left North Carolina and went to a Russian and back in Atlanta. Okay, so now the Russians, they'll pay you, but they're going to run the shit out you. Yeah, I, yeah they, they are. They are. The Russians, they, they – and actually, they – they they don't even the Russians don't even give a fuck of your background. Like if your if your debt report is crazy, they they don't even care. That's because they got a fucked now, up background. Now wait, now watch out now, watch out now. Uh-huh. Them be them mother, them be them Russians that sit up here and say they don't care about your debt report, but won't tell you you ain't on the insurance. Ooh, ooh. Nah, nah, because they sign you up as the ten ninety nine lease operator, and they exactly. lease the truck to them to themselves, and then so they lease it to you. Have- Right. You, they you, want you, to so, you so 
Right. You so excited about becoming an owner, you lease the truck, you run in the trailer, and you run it, and now you're running live loads. Trust what I tell you. I know what the hell I'm talking about when it comes to that. So now you a new you a new guy. You they tell you lease operator. So how much was your maintenance maintenance account deposit and how much was your down payment? Five grand for each? Mm. With the rush with the rushes now. I'm talking about the yeah. rushes. Yeah. Okay. See that? See, see, don't nothing be the experience with Sean. Don't nothing be the experience. So so now you done dealt with the pimp, slick with it. You done dealt with you done you done you done dealt with trick master. You done dealt with trick master. Are you here? And now you done dealt you, you done dealt with you done you done dealt with you done dealt with poop. So you got three crooks. So who's who's number four? Let's get the musketeers out of the way. Who's the four? <laughs> yeah, you know, got to run the big red somewhere. Big red got to come in there somewhere. What time I is mean, my office hours? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Let's let's go head on and get the fighting temptations out of the way. Let's. What's happening? Hey, uh, big red in there. The last, the last hold, other hold company up. that. Hold uh, up, right quick. Hold up, right quick, Demarcio. Hold up, right quick. Uh, there, you know, they did. You know, we're gonna try to stay on topic too. Uh, there's, there was a comment. Uh, there was a comment from uh from from Facebook, and he okay. and he says I try to support black businesses, but uh-huh. most but. he but but, most but. I, he said but most that I encountered has uh-huh. given unacceptable service. Not open oh, on cool, time, cool. open on late, uh-huh. not able to uh-huh. offer the full service that is advertised and uh-huh. etc. Okay, can I can I address that? Usama, you good with me addressing that? Do that. Hey, listen, don't nobody support black businesses better than you, so go ahead. Okay, so 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 Sean, you notice I call you by your government name because I respect what you do. Okay. I appreciate it. Okay, and it's a it's a hell of a name. That's a hell of a name. You tell your mother. She did the right thing. She named you for success. I just want to let you know that, brother. Thank you. Thank you. So, oh my God, he's gonna get his panties wet. Uh, don't, don't do that. Don't. Hey, don't do that because because you're gonna force me to tell to tell you that he called me two weeks ago when you was going left and I wouldn't even deal with it when you was out here showing your ass. So, so be quiet. Now. <laughs> okay, he was going. He was so, all in on uh, yeah. List. You went in, so I, I, I'm gonna take up for him because he's good people, man. So anyway, so is it Demarque, Demarque or Demarco? No, Demarque. Man, I bet you get all the women because you got a full name. So you sound like a male stripper. <laughs> he, hey, hey, he got that extra twist. He got that extra twist. He got that twist on him. Hey, I tell women all the time. I say, uh, "What you gonna do when you when I when, when I uh, make you mad? You can't call me Demarcio." Right, 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 right. You sound like a male stripper, but for real though. Now coming to the stage, swinging Demarcio, <laughs> and and the song. Hey, look here, the song that he gonna dance to is "Into Deep." <laughs> but to go back. <laughs> You know your ratings about to go up, baby. You know when you put me on, you know what's gonna happen. But to go back to the central, the central question was, I mean, the central re- response was this. So what happened with my man? Go back to my man on Facebook. So the problem. So I'm gonna address you, bro. I don't know your name. What's his name? What's the name, Lashawn? I don't want to call the man my man. What's uh, his name? Uh, the guy on Facebook. First, first name is Donald. Okay, so Donald, this is the Cigar Boss. Now, all y'all that listening to this show, I need y'all to go to the Cigar Boss underscore 
1965. Start following me and then go to the Cigar Boss podcast. Y'all about to learn something. Mm-hmm. And if you really need to learn something, go to the Cigar Boss Academy and, and tell them, lockout man, I do Republican business. So if you think I'm colored, it's wrong. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so so let's go back to the to the central thing that Donald was quite concerned about. Donald, let me tell you something, bro. You was dealing with niggas. Okay. Mm-hmm. You weren't dealing with black businessmen. You was dealing with niggas who got an MC and a DOT. And what they didn't understand was the central component of business is quality customer service. Honor thy word. Do as thy expect and thy business will flourish. See, you can't be a boss if you don't put in the time and provide the service that a boss provides. Hence the cigar boss. But if you go to my page, you see I run trucks. My wife and I own a medical practice. I smoke cigar. I know the trucking business. I know the medical business from the sales and marketing side. I understand no cigars. I stay in my lane. However, when you call me, and Usama will tell you, it don't matter what time you call me. Like, he called me one day. He was mad. I ain't going to say what he was mad about. But I knew right then it was some left-handed shit. He called me at 530, and I was asleep because I had been up working on my, on my uh, podcast stuff that night. I mm-hmm. called him back about eight, about eleven o'clock, and boy, when he when he eleven o'clock p.m. now. So my point is this: you have to, as a business person, you have to make yourself available and be that person that you expect to be. Walmart is open in some locations twenty four hours for a reason because they study their demographics. They know that they know crazy ass people like to shop between nine p.m. and three a.m. That's mm-hmm. when you go and see the big girl with the tutu. And a big wide ass with, with, with the tutu on and the pink hair. They know that. But see, crazy people spend money every day. So as a black business owner, some black people are caught up with the title of boss of being in charge. Of, or, mm-hmm. or they want the title. And then if you look at their business, see them two, two things. Ask them for a business card. And then ask them, ask see what their web page is like. If their landing page is not professional, you're dealing with a nigga. Like right now, DeMarchio. Go to my page, thecigarbossacademy.com. Pull it up, player, and see what you're working with. Understand who this is and respect the player, okay? Go to either gatsonandassociateslogistics.com or thecigarbossacademy.com. Google it, player. It comes up on the Google page. So, or Google the bang group, T-H-E-B-H-A-N-G-G-R-O-U-P. Everything we do is professional. That's how you have to be. You have to understand that as black people and black men and women in business in America, the Jackie Robinson theory is always in effect. We have to be twice as good, and in some cases, three times, to get a third or half as much. So what Donald dealt with, there you go. Hey, click the thing, say free game. Show them what I got on the free game side, who I start out with. I got Drake, and then I got a little man right there. I don't play no games, well. There you go. So you can hit my drop down, go right across the screen. Will you, will you what, what, tell the man what, answer the man's question? <laughs> I just, I just, I just did. I told him he was dealing with niggas. He need, he need to go to, he need to go. Okay, first of all, if you want to find a qualified black man to do business with, look at the Rotary Club. Look at, look in Black Enterprise. Look, look at uh, the one hundred black men, or go. Do what successful black men and women do. Find what their hobbies are. I smoke cigars and drink liquor. 
So what you need to do is find a cigar lounge that black men and women go to that run businesses. Find and follow the doctors, follow the lawyers, find and find the ones that's in the trucking business. Google them. Those are the people. If you weren't, if see this is the thing about a successful business. Once you establish the basic blueprint, you can duplicate that blueprint across any spectrum. And then look at who you would want to be. If you want the house and you want the car, if you want to talk to the person who's doing that and then get a feel for who they are and then support them. And then in turn, once you get that initial, once a person show you who they are, believe it. And then go on to the next one that has a, a more traditional and more palatable track record. If you got the one thing that DeMarcio said in his response to what I asked was everybody he dealt with had maintenance issues. The first two Negroes he dealt with had maintenance issues. I don't know nothing about the Russian, but I ain't that ain't my problem. But the black folks he talked, they had issues because they didn't have enough money for trucking maintenance. They didn't have the trucks maintained, which means that they somebody wasn't doing a pre and post every day. And they were spending the money out of their maintenance account as opposed to putting it back. And they weren't taking the money out and paying the truck. Those are the things that caused the problem. So when the issue come up, now you're running from behind and you're pulling money out your ass trying to pay money when you should have had the money put up in the first place. That's why, DeMarco, I asked you if you have $30,000. It takes $30,000 to get in the trucking business correctly with one All right. truck. All right, Drill, okay. sorry. What, 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 do you, uh, what, what do you want to chime in on, on, on that? Uh, absolutely nothing. I mean... I told you, when my twin come in, he going to articulate the shit out of the words, and he going to get it right for y'all. I, I'm going to sit back and just enjoy this one right now because... I know, right? Now, Listen, now, you, know what's, now you know what's... Go ahead. Now, you know what's crazy out here in this trucking industry is everybody want to be an owner-operator just to say that uh -huh. they're an owner-operator. Because social yeah, media but, did that. But don't yeah. know they truck. So now they when I say, but when I say don't know they truck, is if you know your truck front to uh -huh. back, part right. by part, right? You gonna pay attention and think of the next move to fix your truck before something else happens. That's right. Because okay, everything let me, let me has ask you a, a reaction. Let me ask you a question, Mark. Not to cut, not certainly not to cut my brother off, and not to cut you off. So the truck that you're driving now, right, does it have a depth system? No. Okay, cool. So, so lockout man. <laughs> Why did I think this? LaShawn? Yes, sir. LaShawn? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you a question. Yes, sir. What is the mileage for the replacement of the initial depth filter? And how much does it cost? I got I got that for you. Uh, I, I what got, is it? I, I got that. No, no, no. I got no. What's his name was giving me the countdown clock, and I was saying I got that for you. So okay, I, go I, ahead. I'll wait. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I I'm waiting for you to. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to answer the question. This ain't Jeff. This, 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 this <laughs> <laughs> For all the people listening, y'all notice he buying time. Yeah, he don't Google it. Don't don't, don't Google, Google it. it. He Google it. Tell, 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 tell me off the top of your off the muscle. Ask what is it? I'm not googling it. I'm not googling it, man. I'm, I'm What's just, the answer? What's I, the answer? I, I, I can't. I can't come up with it, man. I don't know. Thank you. 
Okay, yeah. so so for for, in, for me and for me and drill, in, in in our world, the answer is I crave. So anytime you don't know something, you're talking to me and drill to say, bro, I, I crave. So meaning I crave the knowledge. So to all the people that's listening, the initial replacement mileage is three hundred and fifty thousand miles. Why is that imperative? Because that is the mileage that it takes. That's the mileage that most of these dust systems are geared toward. So if you out here looking for a truck and buy a truck, the first thing you ask the guy, let's say you're looking at a 2016 with 425,000 miles. That's good miles. Okay, for a 2016 to buy your first truck, probably about 40, 41 grand, whether it's a freight shaker, international with a with a Cummins or whatever. You just can't buy a Pete or a W9. Now, don't get out the damn, don't get out the lane. Now, stay in your motherfucking lane. So, the question you ask the truck salesman is, at what point did y'all replace the Delft filter? And if he can't show you the receipt and that truck was replaced at 350 and it got 75,000 miles on the new filter and it was not not kilned. In other words, it wasn't, they didn't, they didn't put it into a, a kiln or a, a heat system where they heat treated it and they actually replaced it. You need to see the receipt for the replacement and the replacement cost. So that replacement cost for that Delft filter is going to be anywhere from 4,500 to 7,000. Just depends. But you need to see that. That's the first thing you need to ask. So when you don't understand that that you can't have a conversation with me and drill because I'm I'm not see he gonna give you some leeway. I'm not gonna give you no leeway because you say you will do it, you do a business, that means you're supposed to do your homework. Okay? Exactly. So if I tell you, if I tell you LaShawn and DeMarchio, do you if I ask you, do you have thirty thousand and you don't have thirty thousand and shit, fuck up. Don't don't come to me unless you got thirty thousand dollars, two years experience, a seven fifty credit score. And you understand what lane that you need to run, whether you run a triangle, a circle, or an oval. If you can't talk to me in that language, and you can't explain that how percentage and cents per mile add up, if you can't tell me what the average cost that it costs to run a truck, then shut the hell up. Because right now, it costs a dollar and 40 cents. So I'm going to give y'all the game. I'm going to give y'all what I charge $500 an hour for, period. Okay. It take five, it take a dollar and forty cent a mile to run a truck. So when y'all see these bullshit ass companies advertising a dollar five, you thirty five cents in the hole off the muscle. In order for you to run a truck profitably in this economy, you need to be running for two ten to two thirty a mile. Your ideal, the least that you should run that truck for, is a dollar ninety a mile. How does that convert, Fitzgerald? How does that convert, Mister Gas? How does that convert, Cigar Boss? That converts between seventy eight and ninety percent. <laughs> That's that's that depends on if you so now if you go over there to Landstar where you gonna pay them six they pay you sixty five percent hell you already losing plus they tell you, you gotta have hazmat well what if I don't want to run hazmat I don't want to carry hazmat so so what I will tell you is the sign what you need to do go get your twit card okay you get your hazmat and your tanker go get your, get your twit card so now I'm gonna teach you how to go get the money we're gonna go we're gonna go we're gonna go we're gonna say okay so do you want to run do you want to run dry van do you want to run reefer do you want to run in a motor or do you want to run flatbed or do you want to run tanker? See, we need to break down what you want to run. And then do you have the experience in that? So if you want to run tanker, do you want to run, do you want to run open bore or do you want to run sectional? Do you, if you run reefer, are you comfortable with, with, with delivering between 12 at night and six in the morning? Excuse me, which is where a lot of the deliveries are. are you, if you're not a night driver, then you don't need to run reefer. All right. If you're running dry van, do you do you do you get a food grade? You need to get, have a food grade trailer. See, when I went live back in January, I gave the game away. So if you're running food grade, you're running dry van, you need a food grade trailer. Does it cost more? Yes, it does. But guess what? When that load comes up, 
whether you got a direct shipper account or whether you run it off one of the lower boards, you're going to get more money because food grade allows you to carry what? Food products. So right now, so let's 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 peak game. So right now, there was a snowstorm in Texas, right or wrong? Right. Right. Okay. My wife just showed me about two hours ago that all the food shelves in Dallas at one of the growth was empty. So yeah. who who getting ready to get who getting ready to get paid right now for the next seven, eight days? Reefer. Reefers of uh, food Any, grade trailers. Anybody that's anybody that's right, anybody that's got food grade trailers, reefer, because they got to replenish the shell. So if a guy going coming into business right now, your first 90 days on your MC under your DOT is your most critical. Don't nobody want to fuck with you because you don't know what the hell you're doing. That, that's what them other folks assume. So when you come into business, you got to look at what lanes you're going to come. You can't qualify to haul COVID products right now because your ass don't know what the hell you're doing. You're so busy trying to buy a truck and a trailer, you caught it with being a boss and don't know what the hell a boss entails. Well, so we ain't going to be able to get none of that them. Texas money. No, we can't get none because we don't we have, get first of all, we don't have other trucks. Well, and, and we ain't got we ain't, we ain't homeless and sleeping in our trucks neither, you know. And, and uh, no, that, that you is, know running running hot is. shots and shit. Right. So 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 to really tell y'all, I'm I'm sitting here <laughs> I'm Hey, look here. We hey, got, drop a bomb on that. Drop a bomb on <laughs> it. Drop, <laughs> drop, drop a bomb on it. I got drop you. bomb on it. I got you. Drop bomb on it. Thank you. So 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 Demarco, Demarco. Yes, Okay, so let me tell you how, how bosses move. I'm sitting 15 floors up at Myrtle Beach right now. Talking to y'all. Here he go. He about to give it to okay. you, Marquio. Okay. I, I, I'm sitting outside right now at the resort, 15 floors up. Talking outside to y'all. Outside at the resort. Spit. That's my nigga. Spit. Listen at him. Spit game. Smoking on, smoking on a, a, a cigar at every Omega Sci-Fi, including this one that's on the phone. That's a cue y'all talking to now. That is a real cue y'all talking to. He, there's a difference between an Omega and a Q. That's a Q y'all talking to. So I'm smoking a cigar in honor of my brother that's on the phone. See, he don't even know I'd be honoring him. Like I did a live of, when you called me, I just did a live so that him and all the Omegas could see I support. But we we brothers in the other in the house too. So to go back to the simple thing that Donald was talking about, the problem with doing doing business with niggas and not black people is that the nigga never understands that he's not supposed to be in business. He's supposed to work for somebody until he learned how to become a black man and learn business. Meaning that you have to put yourself under somebody who is a businessman first. Meaning that, and that's that's gender that's gender neutral. When I say businessman, that's like actor. Actor is gender neutral. So you have to learn because some of the best business people in trucking are women. And y'all can play with it if you want to. I tell you what, look at the profitability statements of companies that are owned by women versus men. And the women who are in trucking and understand, they they, re, they own their game, for real. Guess what? Okay, oh, okay. hold on talk, now. Talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> hold on now. Me, me and Cigar Boss, we on the, we, we on the same page when it, when it comes to the women, but uh, we, we got somebody in here that, that, that thinks that women <clears throat> it's not even... They, yeah, he think, he, yeah, he think they strip a shift from gear. That's what he think. <laughs> Clearly, no, clearly, I think, clearly, I think, I think they that they have things for them to do. Yeah, there's other things for them to do and be women. I mean, I'm not gonna say all women because you know there was women back in the 1400th century that went to war, you know, and there was women back in the 1400s that had to do certain things. But I'm sorry. Y'all can feel the way y'all feel. Y'all can defend them all you want, but God damn it, they're not women when they come out here. 
But you the same truck. person walking around here with forty dollars all the damn time, right? Yeah, damn right. Because you got they got it. You got yeah, damn right. You got I got hey, listen, listen. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look. Y'all can laugh and joke all you want. They still women. At the end of the day, they right. still got that wet spot that got to get fixed. So, Lashawn, let me let me let me tell you. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. Hold on, hold on, Lashawn. Hold on, Lashawn. Let me say this, and I'm gonna let you talk. Let me say this, bro. Go ahead. Let me say something. Okay. First of all, first, first of all, first of all, first no, well hold on. 100 100 percent is this, right? Mm-hmm. Understand this. And this is for everybody on this live right now. I want y'all to understand this. When it comes to women, women have half the money and one hundred percent of the pussy. So who wins? Woo! And, okay. and they out and they outlive us by eight years. So what? who who side you gonna be on in the bed at night? I don't want no rusty foot nigga. I want something soft with a wet spot that understand that I believe in her. I ain't finna argue with no nigga with as much testosterone as I got. Why? He got two and balls of dick. And she, out there, and she out there driving truck and she all up on the damn highway. Guess what you laying next to? A rusty foot nigga. <laughs> wow. So, 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 uh, so, uh, drill. Yeah. Ooh, you done pissed off her ass with well, I don't give a fuck what? if she's a nurse or a school teacher or you know, some type of uh, uh caring system. She got soft feet and nice nice and you know, she 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 got everything that's nice. But if she out here call, like we out here, she's just another rusty yeah. foot. Call downstairs and see. Hold on right quick. Hold on right quick. Let me uh let me uh, let me uh let me go I, I see a lot of you guys that just building and I appreciate you guys coming up in here. Uh Terry Jones, what's going on? TBE trucking, what's going on? Wise Owl, you still holding the conversation down. Trucker J, what's going on, man? Uh he said uh he says he just joined who's speaking. Well, tonight's guest, man, you know, I got my man Drill Sergeant is always in the building. My man Demarkey O'Brien and the one and only cigar boss from the Cigar Boss Academy. They all up in here. We having a uh, having a good time and sitting back chilling while Cigar Boss, you know, hitting on that uh, cigar over there. Uh, the main topic, you hey, know, Derek, I'm, I keep them forties. <laughs> the main and, and Mister Mister Forty Dollars him damn self. Let's yeah, let's not forget that right. part. Yeah, damn right. Uh, the main topic is, is there support for black trucking business? You know what I'm saying? Or black businesses in uh, in general? Uh, go ahead, DeMarcio. What you want to say? All right. I've been in the trucking game since 2013. Now, mm-hmm. despite the, what I've said and the companies I've been through, the black right. people, the Russians, that's where I'm at now. Where you at, baby? Yeah. With another black person? With a black businesswoman. Mm. What a see how God sent confirmation? Damn it, damn it, y'all gonna learn. I am not the cigar boss for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> the the didn't I didn't I just say the most the most business oriented people and profitable people in the trucking game are black women. Let's get it, let's yeah. let's understand stuff. I'm married to a black woman. Who is the very best in her field? Period. I ain't saying because she my wife. She the, the awards and the fact that she run four hospitals and got six thousand employees. She is. If you don't believe that, Google the bang group. Goddamn it, we got five star ratings. It ain't because of me and my fast talking ass. It's because of my wife and she quiet and humble. But like I said a couple weeks ago in Atlanta, my wife don't have to talk. Her employees and 
her staff do the talking for her. And so I look Ivan, what's at up? the blueprint. I look at the now, blueprint that I see in front of me every day. Plus, I watched my mother from nineteen from when I was a kid run three beauty salons and buy real estate in the sixties and seventies. And every time my my dad was a heating and air conditioning contractor, I watched my mother one Saturday. My dad was in the kitchen. He put ten stacks on the table. My mom went back in the in the safe and got twenty five. Said, "Now go take that shit and put it back up." That's the kind hey, of shit I grew up. Hey, hey, hey! Listen. There's some, there's some females in here now that are bosses. I know for a fact I got a family that I'm looking at right now, Nicole and Derek, but Nicole is right. a business owner. She mm, got a right. tow truck company. Okay. Right. What about so, Melanie what about Melanie what about Melanie Patterson over there with integrity and taking transit? Nah, I got married yeah. Comfort Circle. Now we can got, go down the list. It's a bunch of I don't know about Comfort Circle. I ain't, I ain't touching that one with a condom on. But well, anyway, I know Melanie. Uh, Melanie is a nurse practitioner, and she on her. Like her I own. said, like I <laughs> said, I ain't touching Comfort Circle. But uh, okay. Ivan Moore, what's going on, fam? We gonna give a shout out to Ivan out here down in Brick City. Uh, oh, that's Jackson. why. Because the nigga from Newark. That's all that shit is. That's that Newark. Hey, shit. Hey, 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 that hey. Don't get mad. Oh, don't get mad. We got That's all that shit. Don't get mad. And I told you, everybody, everybody is in the south. We don't designate no shooters. We all got guns down here. Shit, hey, we, listen, we grew listen, up doing this shit. Listen, well, listen, you listen. know that. You, you know that. You, you got family. I'm a you got family from down here. I'm a businessman, not a businessman. <laughs> now, now, well, I, let well, me I'm ask like, y'all I'm something. Like Jay-Z. Hey, uh-huh. I'm a business, not a businessman. Let me ask y'all something. Talk to me. If y'all went out and bought uh-huh. a truck and looking for uh-huh. a company to lease your truck on to with, and you stop, were offered, stop, stop. Oh, oh. First of all, Chinese? we don't we don't we don't we don't lease on the shit. We own did our he, authority just, because we, we 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 yeah we don't see. First of all, real black business, real businessmen. I don't. Okay, you ever seen Demarcio? You ever seen the, the movie um, Cadillac Records? Uh oh. I think he didn't pay the phone bill. Uh oh, he gone. He should have yeah, never said that, that shit. shit. That's no, why. No, no, no. I put, that, I, I put y'all two on. I, I put y'all two on there because you know I'm, I'm focusing on y'all. So that go okay. ahead, go on. Okay. So Demarcio, um, you ever seen the movie, the movie Cadillac Records? Nope. Got to go watch it. <laughs> now, 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 my, now, my brother. Hold on. Now, my, my brother. Go, know while I'm about Jimmy to not gonna play that shit. Jimmy not gonna play that shit. <laughs> Right. So, 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 so when you, when you watch it, I want you to look at this particular scene in the movie. There's a scene in the movie in, in Calais Records where Muddy Waters, who was a blues artist, Muddy Waters is in the studio and he's asking for another advance to buy a new Cadillac. Right. Yeah. Um, Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union is his wife. So at, in the, in the studio, there's a guy named Howlin' Wolf. Google Howlin' Wolf. He's a blues artist. So this is what Howlin' Wolf tells, tells, Muddy Waters and the guy who owns the, the record, the, the Jew guy who owns the Cadillac record. I don't borrow from the house. I own mine. See, they was they was clowning, they was clowning Howlin' Wolf because he drove a pickup truck. Yeah. But they needed, he owned his shit. He ran on Howlin' Wolf owned his shit, period. So the point I'm getting at is this. If you don't own your shit, you still working for somebody. When you running under another man's authority, you gotta dance to his tune. Me and my brother, I don't dance to nobody's tune. 
if when I say I create my vacation, shit, you can look at my damn hat. That motherfucker say earn your leisure. Nigga, I earn my leisure. I just took a vacation two weeks ago in Atlanta and stayed at the goddamn Intercontinental in Buckhead and went out and spent $192,000. When I walked in the showroom and spent $192,000, I tell you what, DeMarcio, you want to know who the fuck this is you talking to? Go to my goddamn page, player. Matter of fact, I just posted this, this shit today. Go look at what I ride in. And I'm not saying that and being bracket. You're going to keep doing what this I'm shit. Telling you, hey, Fitz, I'm telling you. Knock it off. Huh? Knock it nah, off. Nah, nigga. Keep doing that nah, shit. You gonna keep doing that shit. I'm gonna pull this Bentley out. I'm gonna pull this Bentley out the garage, and I'm gonna pull up next to you, goddamn it. Pull it out, then. Pull it out, then. I don't want these motherfuckers to think that this is what trucking is about. It ain't about what we do on our private lives. We gotta teach them what the trucking lives. No, no. Listen, listen, listen. The only way to get to what we do in our private life is to teach them, teach these guys what we do. See, the fact is. When when y'all look at my brother page, that shit say like DSX this. trucking. It don't say DSX trucking and Snyder. It don't say DSX trucking leased to Conway. Hell that dude no. that's on the phone, he and he ain't told y'all he third generation. He ain't tell y'all his daddy was one of the first black men to own a trucking company with twenty five trucks truck. and a yard and a warehouse <laughs> in the step in the seventies. He ain't going to tell y'all that. But I'm going to tell you because I'm proud of him. I'm going to tell you. He ain't going to tell you that his son is a very successful trucker himself. All his kids are successful in the trucking business. He ain't going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you because this dude is an exception. Now, a lot of y'all can't handle him because y'all don't want to do what he has done. If y'all put 38 years in the trucking business and seen what my brother has seen or seen what I have seen, y'all will be cut like this too. Y'all will be straight up to the court. But I put a little bit of panache in the shit. He ain't gonna put nothing on it. He gonna call it pan ass and tell you get the fuck on too. So I'm gonna shut the fuck up at this point. Man, I, listen, my college degree don't come with literature and speaking. You know, my shit came with wrenches, wrenches and knuckle busting. Yeah, I tell her, you know, people don't know I went to college and I got a degree and I got this and I got that. I don't need them to know that. They need to know that. Goddamn it, I get up and go to work every day with the workers. Okay, I want to be. Off there because you're not coming back to me telling me this happened, that happened, this happened, and I don't know the fuck what you're talking about. Right. As an owner, you need to know what your drivers are going through. You need to know. See, a lot of these newfound down owners, they don't have idea whatsoever what the drivers are talking about. So they push you off to your dispatch. They push you off to your uh, what they call freight managers or fleet managers. Yeah. Right. Fleet, fleet, fleet managers. Fleet yeah, managers. them fucking people. But as a hold on a second, hold on for a second, drill. Hold on for a second, drill. Demarco, let me ask you a question. Then I'm gonna let, then I'm gonna go back and let my brother finish talking. When's the last time your the owner called you for a check call, just to see how you were doing? Why are you doing your uh, post when you shut down for the night? Earlier today. Okay. When you park the truck, okay, you run live load or you run drop hook? I do uh power only mail runs, containers, Amazon. Okay, so when you when you run, if you're running late, right, if you get, you know, you pick up and you're running and you park at a truck stop, do you park at Pilot, Loves, or TA and Petro? Right now, I just park at what we fuel at, Pilot Flying J. Okay, so so let me let me let me let me show you something. So when you look for a parking spot and let's say you got loaded late and it's after nine o'clock at night, how long does it take you to find a parking spot? 
Cash could be about depending on where you at, <laughs> but right. Okay. I mean, so let me let me let me show let me tell you who you talking to. So <laughs> I don't do none, I don't I don't I don't do I don't do none of that bullshit. You talking to Bouge? You talking to Mister yeah, Bouge? I, do, I don't. I gotta get I don't paid do none parking. Of that. I don't do none of that shit. Fuck all that shit you talking. Oh, uh, there's a method behind my madness. So, so Demarco, let me give you some game, bro. When you spend thirty minutes looking for a fucking parking spot, and you might have to park between a two hundred and thirty thousand dollar W nine and a hundred ninety two thousand dollar P, just go ahead and spend the fifteen dollars and buy a reserved parking. It's a tax write off, player. And park your truck and be half peace of mind. See, you need to amortize. In other words, for those who don't know what amortize means, spread the shit out. Amortize your expenditures and lessen your stress level. See, when I talk to guys about owning a business and I ask them, I ask simple shit. Okay, when, how, when, when did you replace your depth? With? Where do you park at night? See, that'll tell me how you plan your run. That'll tell me if you one of them motherfuckers that run out there. Don't now. I'm not talking about company drivers. I'm talking about you trying to be an owner. Then just, just the, if you you trying to be an owner, then you out here with me and drill. So you compete with us. So I, I expect for you to run like I run. So when I park, when I get, I run live low. Just to let you know, I own my truck control. I run live low. So if I get loaded after five, I, when, I, when I'm sitting getting loaded or unloaded, I look on TA and Petro and see where the closest one is, if they're in the area or if the pilot has reserved park. I only park my truck in reserved park, period. Unless I get a situation in the daytime. But other than that, I spend the money because the time that you waste trying to park the truck and the liability that you could incur. From hitting somebody's truck or somebody ripping your bump off, you lessen that significantly or tremendously by parking in reserve parking. There's a method to my madness. Plus, you go to sleep at night, you ain't got to worry about it. Now, my brother, he'll park on an off ramp and all that shit. Whatever. Well, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at nobody. You know, he also that you cook his motherfucking food and plant. I don't do that shit. Okay, I park my truck at the petrol and the TA. I go sit my black ass in the restaurant. I do what I do, but I I, I write that shit off because I run it I run it under my incorporation. So hey, listen, I write all my shit off too. Yeah, but shit off too. So check it out. Some nigga shit too. Check check it out. Welcome to the show tonight, man. I appreciate uh, everybody that's coming up in here. We got drill sergeant. We got the one and only cigar boss. You got myself and my man Demarcio O'Brien in the building. Uh, Sound like the Four Musketeers to me. Yes, sir. Wiseau came back and he says, uh, "Hey, so if I want to take, uh, if I want to take the truck out for a week and bring Uh it back home for a week, and Uh and what's that train? Train, train. Imagine the possibilities, and that's just with one truck part time, full time. I'm not sure." Uh I, I think he probably. What the fuck is he trying to find out? How much money he's gonna make? If I want to take the truck out for uh-huh. a week and bring he probably, the truck you know, back he home, might, no, he probably for, might be uh, somebody in the uh, train. He, imagine the possibilities. No, listen, just, uh, listen. He probably might be talking to somebody in the chat because they all talking. Got to be. Money. Yeah, they, they got yeah, something they all, else going on in the chat. Yeah, they, 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 they doing some other shit. Yeah, they all talking. Okay, so so uh, let me just let me just cut let me just cut to the chase. So for all y'all new people that in, new in the business and don't understand this shit right here, y'all need to come to my trucking academy, the Cigar Boss Trucking Academy. I take truckers and turn them into business owners. There's a difference between a truck. Some people need to work with somebody. 
you know, some people don't have the discipline that it takes. Wait, but we got we got to promote that as well. And that's the one thing I've been trying to tell uh, Lockout for a while now. Y'all keep promoting own operator owner operators. Everybody can't be a damn chief. Somebody got to be Indians. Everybody, Every, got, somebody got to, right. Go ahead, bro. Everybody can't be the captain, the lieutenant, the general. You know, that's why you got five-star generals all the way down to a one-star. Then you got your lieutenant colonels. But you got your ground unit is bigger than all of them. Exactly. And if you Some ain't got a ground right unit now. and y'all keep promoting own-operated, 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 oh, self-funded, black business, black business, own-operated, black business, oh, uh, uh, what is the other fucking words you people use? Uh, uh, um generational wealth first of all you ain't your last name ain't shit so you ain't got no generational wealth stop lying all right let's stop that right now okay you hey, don't hey, even know how to hey, let me begin chime, generational let me, wealth. Let, me, let me let me chime in on that bro let me let no me, let, let me, me finish that. i gotta i gotta i gotta finish my rate my rate give me my goddamn moment all right i'm not going left i'm just gonna let these people know that god damn it everybody not cut out to be the dicker some of y'all gotta get fucked Plain English. Everybody not long, dong, strong, King Kong. Some of y'all just got to lay there and take that shit because that's who you are built to be. Stop thinking that you could jump out and be a trucking owner operator. There's other businesses out there. You can learn to be a a master sheetrocker, a plumber, a fucking carpenter, a welder. You know, there's other places that you can invest your style in that you might be better at. Trucking is not the be-all to be-all. Stop thinking and listening to these motherfuckers talk about trucking is the be-all is just Jesus. Jesus was a ship and he ain't coming back for you motherfuckers. Okay, stop. He was a carpenter. He was a carpenter with, with 12 helpers. Okay. He ain't coming back. The Messiah, when he hey. come, he got, he got something to do. But Jesus ain't coming back. That boat done docked and gone and it's over. There's other things for you to do. Everybody's not cut out to be an owner-operator. So if you lease onto a company, you can lease onto a company. Just know who you're leasing onto and what you're doing. Know the ins and outs. Don't just don't just sell your soul to the first company that sounds good. All right? Y'all got to realize, being an owner-operator, you got to buy your own insurance, health insurance. You know, Medicaid and iDental and all that shit. When you work for a company, they give you all that shit because you're doing a job and they, and you're paying it to this extra stuff. So there's nothing wrong with you being a company driver, uh, a leasey driver. Everybody's not built to be an owner-operator. Sweet. Stop the no, bullshit. Now that he just said that. Go hold ahead, on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Sweet. Sweetest Georgia Peach says somebody got to be a supervisor, not just owners. I agree. Being new in the industry, I want to get my experience up first. Okay, can I finish? Can I can I chime in on that? Go ahead. All right. My brother was absolutely correct. Some of y'all don't have a discipline that it takes. And and the, the, the nuts or the the uh rest. Yeah. Fortitude, okay. The testicular fortitude or the breasticular fortitude, so that I'm gender neutral. Um, what you need to have first of all is at least two years' experience, so you well, so you figure out whether or not the trucking business is for you. And you need to be able to keep a damn show me that you can keep a damn job. You need to show the bank. If you say you want to be an owner, you got to show the bank that you keep a damn job. So you need two years on the job. All right. Then in the, them two years, you're going to figure out 
am I able to run like I need to run? Can I can I do this, manage this business into a level of profitability that's a, that's good with me? Because going back to what I was telling you, take a dollar and forty cent a mile to run the truck. So now, if you say, well, I want a net. See, I run my business on a net thirty five percent. So that means that in order for you, for you to make eighty five ninety thousand dollars a year, you need to be you need to be running for two dollars two ten a mile. So if you if you're not making if you making if that if you netting eighty five thousand, you need to take your ass to Walmart because if you ain't making no more than that after you pay all your bills, shit, you can be a company driver and make that work for UPS, work for you know work work for Walmart or work for ABF or one of the one of the LCL carriers. When you go in this business, all right. When you see a owner operator, I need all y'all to pay attention. When you see a truck going down the road and that motherfucker is under his MC or leased owned to a company, you need to look at that truck as two hundred and sixty-two thousand to three hundred and nine thousand dollars a year revenue gross. Now take thirty-five percent of that and see if you can live off of that. If you can't, then take your ass over there and stay a company driver. Because if you're not making, if you're not making two sixty-two to three hundred nine thousand dollars as an owner-operator, you need to get the fuck out the business. Don't come over here with us. Period. Stay your ass in your lane. Go now, get you a job. Go ahead. Yeah, Go but, ahead. you know, but the thing about it is, you got people that's promoting this owner-operator shit, and you know that's all they keep promoting. Them. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me answer this question. Now I'm 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 asking this. Go ahead. Go ahead. From uh. Go ahead. From, uh Go ahead. From a from a company driver point of view, um, and the new drivers that's coming in, uh, that's coming in, that's asking, which uh, what 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 is better? Like for a new driver, okay. let's say I'm a new uh, driver coming in. What is better okay. for to look for? Should I look for should I look for CPM cent per mile? No, stop, stop, stop for a second. Stop I, for a second. It don't it don't fucking matter. What you need to look for is sixty five thousand dollars a year or better. Okay. 62, 60, you need, you need, okay. When you come in this business, now see, I'm and you, once you got, well, hold on, let me finish, God damn it. When you, when you come in and you get six months experience, right? Then you need to start looking for companies that's going to pay you $12.50 a week or more as a company driver so that you can understand how much money you going to be, you need to make as a owner operator. See, when I ask any of y'all other than this, this genius ass brother, man, how many working days are there in a year? Okay. I'm not fucking with him because he he a smart ass, but the, the nigga, he know his shit, so that's why I'm not directing this question at him. If I ask you, LaShawn, right now, how many working days are in a year? Or 366 years. Leap year just left. Two, 2020 just left. So how many working days were in uh, 2020? We we talking about working days like uh, Monday. Uh, are you gonna, confusing him? You gonna, you gonna, you gonna take you you gonna, you gonna take that long? Okay, let me give you the simple math. Okay, there's there's okay. The simple math is this: you always base your business on what white folks do. Mm. White folks quit work. White folks quit working at two o'clock on Friday. Hold on, God damn it, y'all gonna let me finish? Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm about to, okay, my ears on right now, bro, because you about to talk to me when you when you say white people, we paying that attention. Let's go, let's go. Okay, so base your business right now. When you look at DSX trucking, you cannot tell what you see on the side of his truck is a drill sergeant and DSX trucking. When you run that MC, that MC go back thirty years plus. All right. But the point I'm getting at is this. When you build your business, 
you don't name your business the Lord bless me incorporated. <laughs> heaven help me. Heaven heaven help me LLC. Bless six white bless women running. <laughs> yeah. Bless it. Bless it. Bless it trucking LLC. You don't do that because what that tell what that tell white America is this is an ignorant nigga that just figured out he done went and got saved and he trying to trying to get in the hip. This motherfucker came out of the penitentiary and the if somebody, somebody gave me. See, you never put your business in a particular situation. If you notice, my logistics company says Gatson and Associates Logistics. It does not say the cigar boss. Mm. My trucking company does not say the cigar boss. My academy is the cigar boss academy because that's what y'all know me by on Instagram. So it's easy for me to tag the young people and say, hey, look, if I'm talking to a cat between 19 and 30, he can come. That's why I put Drake on there first. He can come fuck with me because he, hey man, I, I like the way the cigar ball moves. Now, if it's a situation where, okay, baby, okay, if there's a situation where, um, I, as the cigar boss, don't have the capacity, then I'm gonna refer you to my brother. That's black business supporting black business because I know that there's a levels to this shit out here. And whatever expertise I don't have, I know he does. That's the other thing. We have to be able to hand the baton off. See, the other thing about black business is that when niggas get chance get a chance to be in charge, they don't want let they don't want let other niggas know they don't know what they know. Mm. Okay, they want to be the only motherfucker in the room that's at the head of the table. Like yep. for example, my wife is the CEO of the Bang Group. But if you go on that video where we did the wellness program with the where I'm at the head of my court boardroom, that's my boardroom. I'm doing the talking because I'm in charge of doing the sales and marketing. I don't know shit about medicine, but I can close the deal. I can sell pussy to a pimp and ice, ice cube to an Eskimo. But don't ask me <laughs> shit about endoscopy, neurology, none of that shit. That's my wife's shit. I stay in my motherfucking lane. That's what most niggas don't understand. Stay in your lane. If your ass was a carpenter and you're trying to get in the trucking, you need to go out there and become a master carpenter. Don't try to come over here because you see three niggas buying trucks and they build a nice house. That motherfucker might be leveraged to the hill. He might he might not be operating in, in equity. Me and my brother, we operating in equity. I ain't run out there and buy that goddamn buy turbo because I'm on, on no fucking credit. I bought it because my wife and I didn't get no PPP money last year for the medical practice. I ran all last year. My brother noticed. He'll tell you that. I ran all last year. I ain't drove a goddamn truck since January the 15th. Y'all can put a point in that motherfucker. You can go on my timeline. Now, I'm sitting here at the beach talking. I'm not talking this to tell you. This. I'm telling you because as an owner, I plan to do this. When you make these sacrifices, which you have to make, like if y'all go back on my page, my brother will tell you I was at a I was at Coors Brewery in Denver back in December. Getting ready to come home. Matter of fact, LaShawn, the same week we did the initial podcast, yeah, I pulled up to the damn, pulled I pulled up to the dock. Yeah, I pulled up to the dock. It's Friday night. My appointment is 8 o'clock that night. I pull up to the dock. The motherfucking air separator break in the goddamn truck. Now, I got to drop the fucking bags and take it over to the TA. Luckily, it was four miles away. Get it replaced. That's $1,300 on a, fr on a Friday night that I got to spend. But I got to spend it because I got to get this load out of Denver. I go back the next morning, get loaded, and got to drive all the way down to Georgia in order for me to bring my black ass back to South Carolina. 
See, so when y'all talk about owning, are you prepared to make that sacrifice? And then two weeks before that, I got told by Dollar General in in Missouri that after my truck broke down, um, and and my truck was on the on the warranty. Fortunately, it was on the warranty on the other on the other other repair. But these two these two repairs weren't covered, so I pulled the money out of my maintenance account. So out of the maintenance account, I had another breakdown that cost eighteen hundred plus the tow fee because I had an emergency situation. Then I get to the delivery. And them motherfuckers tell me it's Thursday at eight o'clock. I get there at seven twenty. They tell me, "Well, we're not gonna unload you until Sunday at eleven o'clock." Did y'all hear that? Mm. I need y'all to be clear. It's Thursday night. My brother, my brother will tell you. I call him raising so much hell. I was mad, the motherfucker. He was at Amazon. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe these motherfuckers want me to wait three days. Now I got to wait three days to deliver this funky ass eighteen hundred dollar load, right? So I'm, I done lost six thousand dollars in the process. Of this 1800 but I can't fuck with Dollar General because as an owner-operator, what you have to do is look at the loan view. You got to say, okay, wait a minute. Now, it's 52 weeks in a year. It's 200. To answer the question I asked you, LaShawn, it's 262 days in a, a 366-day working day. You take out 104 days. White people don't work on Saturday and Sunday, okay? Right. Black people work Saturday and Sunday because they don't plan. They don't plan, right? So it's 262 working days in a 366 day calendar year, the average year is 260 days. So when you plan your truck, when you plan your truck to run, all right, I don't give a damn what these social media hustlers are telling y'all. When you plan your truck, you book you book that truck out to run between a thousand and twelve hundred and fifty dollars a day. That's what you book that that truck should make fifty five hundred to sixty two hundred and fifty dollars a week. Period. Anything over that. That's a that's that's gravy. That's but your bonus. truck should make a that's a bonus. But that truck should make a minimum of fifty five hundred dollars per week for fifty weeks a year. That's how you run a trucking business as right. a real motherfucker that understands. All right. Yeah, uh, 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 Fam says, hold, hold that thought. Fam says, uh, as a black man that just got his CDLs, I want to run. I want to run and learn from a successful black trucking uh, black trucking business. But at the same time, but at the same time, no one really wants to touch a new driver because of licenses. Well, it's not. Uh, it's so not first uh, of all, do you, wait, 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 wait. Do you, market, do you, market, go, ahead. go ahead, man. I'm, go ahead, man. You that it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily that owner that you're talking to, or that owner operator that you're talking to. It's the insurance. Now. The insurance thing is, is that you coming out here, just got your CDLs. You need to learn how to operate that truck. When you working with a smaller company, they want you to know some stuff. We ain't got time to babysit you. You know what I'm saying? When I'm sitting at the house, the company I'm with now, I was sitting at the house in Chicago. Snowstorm was coming through. I wasn't even in the 18-wheeler. We got two 18-wheelers and a box truck. Based on what we gotta what we gotta haul is what I drive. The box truck down right now. But we had a snowstorm coming through. I'm up under a box load. I, I get in the truck and I go on ahead and go to Ohio. Huh? Box the, the owner called me, said, DeMarco, where you at? I'm in Ohio. When your load deliver? T- tomorrow night. Uh how far are you away? Two hours. So you left the house what, Sunday morning? For Monday night delivery, six hours away. Yup. Ain't nobody got time to sit up here and, and call and tell you 
when you gonna move, be worried about you, you know what I'm saying? So to be with a smaller company, you gotta have at minimum the insurance is asking for two years. Yes, sir. But the but the crazy but the but the problem we getting out here is people with two years experience that come out here and get that two years experience and come to a smaller company still don't have that mindset of you been in two years because the owner operator gonna ask you what do you what can you tell me about this truck in the two years that you've been driving? That's what's up. If you got a coolant leak, where's that coolant leak leaking from? If you got right. an air leak, where's that air leak coming from? If you can't sit up here and tell them where that coolant leak is coming from, where the air leak is coming from, stay where you at. Because now the thing is that the owner operator is they got to pay somebody to come out there to figure out where the air leak coming from, where that coolant leak coming from, then go back to get the part, then come back to you. And if I can't, and if I can't see it on the video, talk you through it, I definitely don't need you. I know. See, 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 y'all, see y'all, see y'all, 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 see, uh, Lashawn, not not to cut either one of y'all. See, Lashawn, see, I say stuff, and see how God confirmed that. Then I say there needs to be a minimum of two years experience. What did Demarcio just get through saying? You need how many years? You said Demarcio, how many? Two years. Two years. Two years. Okay, First of okay. all, you gotta have two years, and then another thing that they don't understand, they want you to have two years experience and over twenty five. Mm. Because over twenty five, they're trying to give you a little leniency because you're still considered a minor to the age of thirty. A lot of y'all ain't gonna know that, and y'all ain't gonna understand that. That's gonna go right over your head to later, and then when you go to insurance company, they're gonna tax the shit out of you because you're under thirty, and you're under twenty five. Well, tell them about the risk ratio. The risk ratio is the reason. And for all of y'all that's listening, understand something. It don't matter who y'all work for. The insurance company run trucking. If the insurance company, like DeMarco said, if the insurance company, your your insurance risk rate comes back that you are risk, you're not going to get hired, period. That's I don't give right. a damn if you're working for me, you're working for Snyder, you're working for J.B. Hunt, you're working for UPS. The, the, the insurance companies determine your ability to be a driver. So you have to look at your CDL as a million-dollar opportunity. And I'm going to tell you all another thing. For those of you who got kids that's driving and shit, whatever y'all do in y'all POV affects your CDL. So if you get your ass out there and get a speed ticket, you fucked up. You're gonna fuck, and if your child get one and he on your insurance, you just fucked up your CDL. So you need to, all y'all in this listening. Y'all need to have a sit-down conversation with everybody in your house. Be like Samuel Jackson. When my feet hit the floor, everybody asks for the work. My what? So the, the translation, what affects the CDL going to fuck up the money in the house. So here, don't nobody need to be speaking. Everybody drive with some sense. That's the conversation right. I had with my wife and my son. Don't nobody. Everybody drive like they got a CDL. That's the first thing y'all need to tell everybody in the house because the CDL is feeding the family. So you look at your CDL as the, this is the, this is the thing, the, the propensity, the propensity for damage just buys the house. Just pay the car note. Just pay the credit card bills. Just put the food on the table. So anything that jeopardizes that CDL compromises your ability to make the decision. And other thing, when you, if you're a company driver, when you decide to become an owner operator, guess what's first thing they do? They look at your insurance risk ratio. That's the first thing they do. And if you come up with risk, they're not fucking with you. So I, you can own a trucking company and I, not have no load. 
I got a question right quick. Uh, I got a oh. question that I'm about to bounce off uh, off of Derek uh, Derek Hopkins. Uh, he says, uh, uh, the question I want to ask uh, the both of y'all. Call, call them and tell them we want to refund. Uh, going into the uh, going into the uh, owner operator side. When we start, when we start a business, uh, when we want to start a business, uh, cigar boss and, and uh, drill sergeant, uh, the, uh, uh, Derek Hopkins says that we we should not have a Gmail or a you, I mean, or a you Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo, Yahoo address as a business email. What do you right. suggest? What do you suggest us put together? As far as uh, as far as well, you, a spend, you spend email. money, okay. Derek, okay. Derek is okay. absolutely right about that. Absolutely Derek correct. Is the, yes, Derek is the flatbed first king. Person. So don't don't let him don't let him fool you. That's the flatbed king. But uh, okay, so go you ahead. Use, go ahead I'm gonna you don't use a Gmail or a Yahoo um, email account as a business because what happens is people think that you're not a real business. They want you to have. So can, I, a, can I chime a, in? Let me chime in. Go, go, motherfucker! How thank, about you just answer you. the question? Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, so let's just let's just let's just cut to the chase. What Gmail and Yahoo say is niggas, okay? Because because everybody else had .dot com. Y'all go to my email. It says Fitzgerald Gatson at the Cigar Boss Academy .dot com. It don't say at no motherfucking Gmail because what that tells white folks in America is that you ain't prepared. Period. All right. Now, All right. Oh, no, oh, no. I, I just, I just, move, I, uh, drill sergeant, go. Now, I have dsxtrucking at gmail.com. I also have dsxtrucking.com. Uh, okay. I also have my own personal email under my WW webpage, as well as I have my own personal Gmail. Guess what? I, I get more information on my Gmail account. They know I have. The dot com, but I get it all on my Gmail. So it's how you run your business and how you put your information through the system. When you're dealing with so many people, I deal with 16 companies on a daily basis that I get phone calls and emails from every day, all day. Okay. To have a, a, the dot com, I don't have somebody checking my emails for me every day. I don't have that. I don't have the fucking time to. Go back and forth from Gmail, Yahoo to dot com emails. If I went outside, I just so I deal with just the Gmail part because mm -hmm. I can read it as it comes up. My dot com, I got to actually go into my my dot com account and then pull it up and go through all the backdoor shit. So once you establish yourself in the industry and you establish yourself with your customers and clients, you can give them whatever fucking email you want. Because they're going to respond to you because they need your service. That's what's important. All what right. you put out there is what's important. Now, to get started, as Derek was saying, no, not to get started. To get started, business credit and all that stuff, they looking to see if you have a business phone number listed under your DSX trucking. They want to know if you have a business address, not a resident address. You know, so you got to, you got to, finagle the bagel and know where you're going with this stuff so a lot of people have what they call virtual emails and phone numbers and all these things and it works you get yourself a, 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 a www.whatever-whatever account 
and get yourself a, a, a dot a email. And these people will start looking at you a little bit more different. But once you're set up and you got your business established and you you got a great rapport with your customers, you could tell the motherfuckers, I ain't got an email. Them motherfuckers will call your phone. I get more personal phone calls than I do emails. And that's the way I run business because I don't have time. No, no, no. I'm not defending them. I'm just telling them both sides of the story. Once you establish yourself, I don't deal with emails. And all my brokers, my brokers, my shippers, they know I don't deal with emails. I'm a phone man. Call me on my phone. How many years? How many years you been in business again? 38. Thank you. So for the all for the new people. It works just as well once you establish that rapport. You don't need social media. First of all, social media can hurt you in business. I ran clean out of gas. You can run you can run social media and these people get to looking at your social media, see all the buffoonery and shit on your social media, and they'll hold that against you. Like that got something to do with your driving ability. Mm. You know, and that's what I try to tell people too. Remember, you building a brand. When you put your brand out there, they look for every way under the sun to fuck you. But if your brand and your word is good, everything else is good. Right. My word so, means more than anything. I, 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 I close deals by my word and then my performance. If I tell you, God damn it, we do guaranteed overnight deliveries between Jersey and Charlotte, you best believe that's my word. And if I break down and I can't call my, my sons or my best friends and tell them, listen, my shit broke down. Come grab this load for me and, and, and go get it. And Derek Derek is on here. Derek is out of Atlanta. And Derek will tell you, if they call me right now and say, Sarge, my, my, my truck got to go in the shop and he on the Jersey side of anything, he got to go to Massachusetts, we send in the truck to go pick up that flatbed and deliver that load. If not, give him the truck and tell him to go do it his damn self. That's that's what you have a network for. Black business can work. We going back to the main topic. It can work if you network together. Exactly. But because we are afraid to network with one another, you don't have that. Mm. I have a network. I have a network and I purposely build a network with different people. I know for fact if I'm in the Atlanta area, the GA area, my shit break down, I need a tow truck. I know who to call in that area to come get my shit. And there's a black female on towing trucking. If I'm in if I'm in South Carolina and I got an issue, I'm calling cigar bars. Hey, I'm gonna call my brother. Listen, man, I'm over here and he know every fucking hole in the wall down there. So I'm gonna have to call him. If I'm somewhere in Ohio, I'm calling you. That's what's up. You understand what I'm saying? This is how you build a network of blacks. And this is what people fail to understand. When you do these podcasts, people should be writing down the names of people that you got coming on and what they do. I'm not, a, I mean, I we do flatbed work, but that's not our specialty. But if somebody called me up and said, hey, we got this load coming out of Georgia, this, that, and the third, I'm going to automatically hold that call and I'm going to say, let me switch you to my flatbed division. And I'm going to call Derek. Hey, listen, bro, handle this call. This is on you. I ain't got shit to do with it. But they don't know that. All right. So uh, I cannot. What is Shayana Jackson uh, says <coughs> no one's information but your own. 
do not believe 100% of these social media hustlers say. Oh, what is it? Oh, oh, S. Oh, most of them never sat in the driver's seat nor grabbed any gears. And that's true. Don't trust nobody's information but your own. You got to go out there and do your research. You got to find out who you're dealing with and how your money's coming in. I mean, my brother said six, five thousand to $6,000 on the uh, per week. You hustling. I don't work that hard. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. I don't work that hard. If I got to work that goddamn hard, something wrong. Okay. Well, would you, would you recommend somebody doing, making that as an average, uh, good, decent money starting out? Yes. That's great money. Cause Shit, over here, over here where I'm at, we, we average, we try to average that. And it's like over here, like I had, like I'm with a small black company out of Chicago, Robinson, right. Illinois. We got, Right now we're down to two trucks, and I said I've only been over here about three weeks. But you know they asked me, "Hey, you want to go home this weekend?" I'd say, "Look, did we just have a bad week? I ain't going home." Right. See, the truck make you, this amount of money. You, that's you doing two things at one time, uh, uh, De- Demarco. You're doing two things at one time. You also making sure your pocket money is right because you have a mindset of what you need to bring home. And you also looking out for the company at the same time because they could be, you know, trying to be nice and say, hey, listen, we didn't do good this week. And that's going to affect your pay. Nah, not you ain't going to affect my pay when I'm asking when I'm telling you, look, I'm real new run. You a driver like you is very hard to fucking come by. My truck. Now, I train drivers like you to become like you. This truck broke down. Thursday night, I, I said, over here at this company, I do everything. Power on lease, container, Amazon, whatever. Yeah. So I was, like uh, I was pulling for, for, I was pulling for a JB. I was, under this circumstance, I was pulling a JB Hunt load out of Wisconsin, okay. going to Indianapolis. Indianapolis load delivered on a Friday morning, 7 o'clock. Here I am, just come off of 80, 94, getting on 65. Damn, built. Uh, I have my uh, tensioner and uh, bad pulleys. So, okay. so the, belt, yeah, the belt strip. This was Thursday night. Can't get no parts until Friday morning. All right. So by the time we got the truck back up and running, it was Friday night at 730, leaving out of Hebrew, Indiana. I get the truck down to Indianapolis. They closed. On their online... I go online, look at the hours. That shows that they don't back open till Monday. Okay, go to the truck stop, come back Monday. Well, we're not going to unload you until you have a new appointment time. Okay. <laughs> they don't unload me until Wednesday morning. So I was broke down Thursday night. Didn't get the truck back up and running until Friday night. Had to sit up under this load when I picked it up. Thursday morning until that Wednesday. And they make no money. They make no money. And dispatch no money. asked me that Friday, did I want to go home? No. Why? Because I didn't make the money that I, that I wanted to make. I'm up under a percentage. So the more that the truck makes, the better your percentage. The better my percentage pay is going to be. So if the truck ain't made this amount of money, to make me bring this home, I'm staying out. Yeah. 
And that's and see these are understandable things. You know, a lot of a lot of drivers don't understand the truck is the main pay. And if you get in percentage, okay, and you know you need to take home thirteen to fifteen hundred dollars a week out of that percentage, you know you gotta hustle. You got to hustle. You got to get your grind on. Ain't no going home. If you got to worry about what's going on at your house, you need a new house. And that's the honest truth. If you can't trust what you got going on at home to be home and, and, and they hold down home, male or female, you need a new home. Because without work, you can't take care of home. Now, you, everybody not in the same boat as me. But I'm 29, been in the game since 21. With no kids. Oh, you got it made. In and out of relationships. So, it, I ain't married to you. I ain't obligated to you. We ain't got nothing together. So, I tell people all the time, that's why I can't hold a relationship. Uh, you gone too long. Well, get yeah, a nine to women five. Don't like, women don't like that shit, but that's how you got to <laughs> find the right one. You got to make sure you find the right one. See, Cigar Boss, not Cigar Boss, uh, Lockout Man, you know, he promoting all the women to drive. He want them to be hard knuckles and, and ashy feet. You know, no one, he, he don't want nobody to go to nursing school or become paramedics and teachers. You know, he don't want the feminine women of the world. He want them bull daggers that want to go out there and spend $40 just like we do. You know, he, he, he promote, hey, drive a truck, lady. Oh, she the best trucker in the world. Oh, yeah. She the <laughs> shit. She go out there and tarp a load. Yeah, get her out there. She carrying fucking 110-pound tarps over her shoulder. Yeah, she the shit. Bring her on my show. This man. And, and then when she get home, when she get home, she can't even fucking scramble legs and open her fucking legs because her fucking thighs are too big and it smell like sweaty balls. She don't know what pink panties look like. Pink panties matter. Pink panties matter. Here we go. Hey, uh, another question for you there, uh, Drill. What's up? Here we go. Me wanted to open up. Okay, I messed up financially over the years of helping different people, friends, family, you know what I'm saying, dealing with wrong relationships, being playing stepdaddy and whatnot. But now, this year, it's... I focused on myself of what I want and what my goal is going to be. So looking at a, a company name on the rise. Looking at a company name on the rise. No, it's not a company out there. That's the name I want to think about making my company on oh, the that's rise. That's the name you want. He stopped me sentence and we don't be like, yeah, I'm like, what? Look at the company on the rise. Okay, what? what, what? So Where are we going with this? So, so this is the name that you that you thinking about uh, doing when, when you right. when listen. You, let me tell you, I'm gonna answer that question. Make your company name. You want your company name to be so efficient. That when people say it, it's memorable. And why? All right. When people my my company name is Drill Sergeant Express, but I do business as DSX Trucking. Now, DSX is the conversation piece. The logo speaks for itself. As you can see, my picture here on uh here. That's my logo. That's an actual picture of me at 22 years old. Okay. So it only helps me when it comes down to 
conversations in business because a lot of people come out and they'll see the truck. They'll be like, he was a drill sergeant? Boom, got their attention. A lot of business places, you have veterans. I'm a veteran business owner. And it holds conversation. So now what that does for me, they're going to remember this. And a lot of people like to work with each other. A veteran like to work with a veteran. Blacks like to work with blacks. Whites like to work with whites. Russians like to work with Russians. You know how that, that's how fraternities like to work with fraternities. Doctors want to work. You know, this is just the the uh, uh, professional side of what we do. Right. So if you're going to name your business on the sunrise or on the rise, okay, now go and look up all the names that has that same meaning and see where it's going to separate you. Will that be a memorable name or is there another company called Sunrise Express and they get confused with on the rise? You understand what I'm saying? You don't want nobody to confuse, be confused about who you are. Right. Make your name stand out. When you walk in your place and a driver walk in the place, they representing your brand. When you see DSX trucking, you're going to see green, white, and black. You're going to see our uniforms, which we, we don't call them uniforms because there's regular working clothes with our signal on it, but you know who it is. You know our trucks when you see it because of the logo. That's your brand. That's your brand. Make sure your brand is a reflection of really who you are. Make sure your character represents that name. So when people call you and they say on the rise, hi, this is uh, hauling garbage. We have a load coming out of Illinois going down into West fuck Texas because them assholes can't drive on snow. How can you help us? Can you send us a rate? Can you send us your capacity? Automatically, you get to work. Now, when they need something else in that situation out of that area, who are they going to call? Me. There you go. That's what's up. Not only is on the rise the name they remember, but on the rise got the job done. Exactly. Just like my man came and, uh, came and pulled me out today. The name is everything. His name is uh, Wolfpack Towing. I mean, uh, Wolfpack Towing out of uh, Cleveland, Ohio. If y'all want to, if y'all in Cleveland, make sure y'all uh, come on over. If y'all need a tow, locked out or anything like that, hook up with my man. Yo, uh, man, this this. Now, this I have one more. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yo, go I ahead. have one more question. No, go ahead. Uh, hey. For somebody that, that motherfucker got a, yo, he got on a, a, a mask inside the house, and it's just him and his yo. He, watch he goes. Oh, this is for promotion, man. I'm gonna punch him in his fucking forehead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, for somebody that I see a lot of people go out here and getting trucks from the, you know, getting trucks right, uh-huh. and let's say they having a problem with or looking for a company to put their truck on to run up under somebody else's authority. If you was offered eighty-eight percent, twelve percent dispatch fee, would you take it? Uh-huh. No. No, hell no. Dispatchers need to make between four and seven percent. Okay, if they doing everything for you, if they doing all your back office, can't hear you. Take that mask off. We can't hear you. All right, first of all, the mask the mask was on to go along with what you were saying, uh, drill sergeant. So can you hear me? I got you. We got you. Yeah. No, ain't no damn that what you what you got. I want the people to see it. 
You look at this mask, you see it says, and I quote, the Cigar Boss Academy. Get, hold, yeah, hold, hold, hold on right quick. Hold on right quick. I think he probably have a he probably might have an issue with his uh with his audio. Hey, uh check uh uh DeMarco. DeMarco, check one, two, can you hear? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Go, right. go ahead, uh cigar okay. boss. Okay. All right, so first of all, to go back to what my brother was saying, y'all see that right there? That says the cigar boss account. I can't hear cigar right, boss. Also, you can't oh. hear me. You 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 can't hear him. I got no. I got the mic on. I got the mic on. You can't. No, you talking? Him. He just having he just having an issue on his end. You know what? Hey, oh, okay. hey um, Demarco, did you get a phone call or something? He probably no. did. something what? kicked out one of he, yeah, he hear everybody but cigar boss. Yeah, some kid. Some must have kicked out his uh, audio right quick. Um, hold on, uh, cigar boss, give me a check one two. I'm good. How about you? All right, I'm what, good. How about you? Did you did you hear that, Demarco? Yeah. Okay. Go okay, ahead. Okay. So go ahead. Go ahead, boss. Thank, thank you, thank you, Lashawn, for one allowing me to get back in because I had some issues. I talked too much, and the NSA cut me off. Oh, um, he said I talked. <laughs> he said I talked too yeah. much, and the internet cut him off. <laughs> internet. <laughs> him off. No, no, I got put. In, I got put in internet jail. Oh, <laughs> even the internet oh. know to shut you up. <laughs> hey. Anyway, so, so DeMarco, you see that we, mask, we right? We're doing promotions. Let me take out our mask and show our mask. We, I mean, we all got this well, goddamn promotion mask. Nah, nah that, that ain't what Everybody I'm, that ain't what I'm talking about. Mask. That's not Golden, what I'm talking about. Fuck all. I'm not. I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking question. about black business. That's what I'm trying it's to tell you. Question. Okay, so you gonna shut up? And let me talk. Thank you. Nope. So anyway, man, question. <laughs> I am gonna answer the damn question. We're man? gonna go back to this mask. Okay. Fuck First that of all, mask. Answer the man question. question. No, because it go back to what you was talking about. I'm Is trying to give mic? you some compliments. Uh, hey, good. Oh, hold on. Okay. Wait. So anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Somebody I'll got wait. an issue. Wait. wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, truck. Uh, hold on, cigar boss. Hold on. All right. Uh, okay. Demarco. Yeah. Can you hear? I hear you, and I heard somebody else, but I can't hear the guy with the mask. Okay. The guy with the mask. God damn it, man. All right, log out and come back in. No. We got, we got 30 more seconds. We got yeah, 30 back, more minutes. Yeah, back out. No, we don't have 30 more minutes, man. I got to go and eat. Uh, back out and come back and come back in so you'll, so you'll sound a uh, kick back in right quick. All right, hold on. All right. Okay. All right, there you go. So, so, so in the in the midst of what we were talking about, commercial so, break, you, can t- you can promote your mask. I'm not promoting the mask. I'm not doing no damn mask promotion. You and you, you know that shit. But anyway, the point I'm getting at is we are we we have a when you running a clean when you running a business that need to be recognized, like he was saying, like DSA trucking. So the Cigar Balls Academy, you can see it on the mask. Yeah, the mask is a promotional piece. However, the basic purpose is is that the Cigar Balls the Cigar Balls Academy is clean. So when you look for the symbolism, the symbolism is the line is the line of Judah. But I'm not gonna have to explain that because at the end of the day, when we talking, if you and I, if you're a shipper or if you're a consignee and you say, Well, hey man, what's the Cigar Balls Academy? I say, Well, it's part of the Gatson and Associates logistics. I train truckers to become business owners. 
it right here. Oh yeah, that shit, that shit tight, ain't it? Look at that. Now that's a clean uh freight liner you got there, bro. All right, so you damn right. So let me uh but go back with go back with what Demarcus was asking. Go ahead. What was yeah, the question go, again? Because my yeah, brother go ahead. my brother interrupted. What was the question? <laughs> Margie, what, what was the question? Just call it Negro. He was asking you, about leasing on. If you had a truck and you was leasing, uh-huh. wanted to take your truck and lease on under somebody else's authority, and uh-huh. you was asking around, you was offered 88% pay with a 12% dispatch fee. I said, I said, no. I told you that the average dispatcher should get between four and seven percent. Um, the only way you pay twelve percent is that it's inclusive of back of the house, all your administrative functions. That's why you pay the twelve percent. If not, all you need if at twelve percent, that needs to be inclusive of your fee to get the load, your money paid. So unless they got a factoring company involved in that twelve percent, then you're paying five percent too much. In my opinion, okay. Now my Hold brother on, may have a different question. Thing. Yeah. Now, yeah, lease. I heard on the to question. He said he asked me if if he leased on to a company, would eighty eight percent be a good and acceptable rate? And I said no. Because Think about it. He's leasing point, on. They paying his insurance. He's Hold talking up. about. Did he ask? Did he ask who some aboard, or did he ask this girl guest? Which one did he, he ask? He asked the room. He asked the room. He asked the room. The room ain't said shit. I spoke, not the room. All right, now it's time for other people. Now it's time for me to speak. Now, oh, God, speak on it. It's time speak, for me to door. speak. So now, now, are we referring to your insurance being paid, your uh, trip fees, and all yeah, that I stuff? I said all. I said all inclusive. So Back of the not, house. and twelve percent and twelve percent is very low. Okay, so if you depending on what you're doing at this lease. You have to give and take, okay? So if you plan on leasing on with somebody and they give you 88% of your gross, you're doing good because of the simple fact that they're handling all your extra stuff until you get grown. Okay. No, he, no, he, no that's not what he said. You didn't listen that to the That is what he said. That is no, what it's he not. Said. He said, no, no, ask no, he the didn't. man what he, he said, said Ask him what said, he said. He, he said if they charge 12% dispatch fee, he said shit else about the rest of the stuff. At that point, dispatch need to make four to seven percent. If it's all inclusive, then anything under seventy-eight percent is good money. All inclusive, all in. Push all the shit to the middle of the table. Now, put a point in that shit right there. Fuck you, think you talking to? You forgot who the hell this is. What I do? You missed what he was talking about. Hey, hey, uh, Demarco, did I answer your question for you? <laughs> because no, the company no. that I'm with, the company that I'm with, I'm looking at. Getting a truck and putting it on with them, and they said twelve percent dispatch fee. Thank you. What you just say again? Dispatch fee. You ain't said shit about doing nothing else. Dispatch. He ain't say back of the house. He ain't say shit about none of the other administrative costs. Who y'all think y'all talking to? I ain't no damn boss. I ain't no fake boss. <laughs> Fuck y'all think y'all dealing with? <laughs> shit. At twelve percent, I'm thinking he. I'm thinking he talking about. No, figure, see, you figure wrong. That's why. That's why your ass got Alzheimer's. You you didn't listen, and you supposed to be a damn drill sergeant. You didn't listen, and listening is intuitive to business. He said specifically dispatch fee. He didn't say all in. If you got so so, Demarco, listen, listen. If you get on, if you making, 
you ain't heard shit. You heard dispatch. <laughs> that's all he said. He didn't say a goddamn thing about factoring. He didn't say nothing about the trail rental. He didn't say shit about administrator. So, DeMarco, listen to you. Let me tell you. If you get with a company and the company has an opportunity for you to participate and you get 78 to 80% of the line haul gross and it includes everything, trailer rental, all your administrative costs, your, 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 the money that you put up for maintenance, the money that you put up for your down payment, whatever. If you're, doing, if you're doing 78 to 80% and you're getting that, then, 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 yes, it's a good deal. But for you to strictly pay 12% for a funky-ass dispatch fee, Negro, let me holler at you because I, I got some other shit we can do. I can pimp you for that. You can pimp at, at 12% for a funky-ass dispatch fee. All that the hell they doing is looking at the fucking board and talking to the shipper and the broker and say, hey, uh, the market go, go here, pick up there. Shit, forget I mean, look here, man. Do business, not this do do business, not business. Doing business is the the the, the, the dispatchers getting their little funk ass four to seven percent. The other shit, you still gotta pay. Okay? So whether my brother listen or not, I'm telling my twin, he didn't hear it, he didn't he didn't absorb it because he was listening for what the fuck he wanted to hear. Not for what the fuck you said. I'm now, at the end of the day, I don't, don't don't put it off on no alcohol, Negro. You a Muslim? You ain't been drinking shit. I've been drinking, but I'm on, but I'm a, I'm a businessman first. Well, <laughs> okay, so y'all under marijuana. I'm under miracle marijuana. Shit, I'm under miracle marijuana. I'm the podcast. Ain't nobody. And we about to. We we about to. This the only podcast I've been on. They ain't never offered me a drink. Uh, yeah. Okay. First of all, LaShawn is a company driver. He don't I pretend got, to be an owner. He don't <laughs> have the capacity and he spend his money doing shit he like to do, like gambling. He ain't fucking with you and that cheap ass shit you want to drink, no way. Anyway, go ahead, Lockout Man. Hey, yo. I don't think I, what I drink yeah. is cheap. God damn yeah. it. Hold up. I don't drink cheap shit. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, I don't, I don't because it's like Sean got to get off because he got something to do on that yeah. back end over there because they called in twice already. They said an hour been went by. <laughs> no. Yo. The man said. The man said he had to go to sleep. He said no, 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 no. You missed it. You missed it. See, while you okay. was getting permission, he had to get permission. Uh, oh, really? Uh huh. Look, I'm about okay. to look, look, hush the both. Go of ahead, go ahead, man. Hush up the both of y'all. So check it out, man. Hey, yo, this this has been uh this, this has been a beautiful episode, man. If you guys if you guys want to know more about uh about drill sergeant or uh or cigar boss, <laughs> definitely check, check definitely check them out on Instagram. Uh, you can catch up with the Cigar Boss at the Cigar Boss uh, nineteen sixty five on Instagram, and you can catch up with my guy as always DSS Trucking on Instagram, and then uh, as always you can catch the Marky on Facebook and or uh, Instagram, gentlemen. I appreciate all of you guys coming up in here. Between the both of y'all, we got sixty years of 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 trucking up in here you know what i'm saying if you guys want to know from from the best of the best i suggest you guys go and check these two gentlemen out uh they know they definitely know what they're talking about and 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 they know they shit 
And I, I, I am very, very honored to have them, you know, to have them in my circle. So every time I need to reach out to them and come on and chop it up with you guys, they, they more than happy to come on here and, 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 uh, speak game. You can also check out, you can also check out my other guy, uh, Hold on right quick. Let me see if I can uh, find That was Cigar Boss what? Hold, hold on right quick. The cigar Boss, the CigarBossAcademy.com. Uh, yeah, that's, that's at the, the top of the Google page. No, he's talking about your Instagram, your Instagram. Oh, it's, a, oh, it's the, the, the Cigar Boss underscore 1965. You can find yeah. everything you need right there. What I don't have, you can, you can go over there to that to that other hard-headed dude that's, that's you know <laughs> – that I, I, I love would, I love him, but you can't tell him a damn thing because he he know his shit and he, he don't mind letting you know he know it. I want to I want to I want to definitely uh, shout out uh, my guy right here, uh, Trucking Hustle. It, this is another now for people you know I know that a lot of people that's going around YouTube and going around uh, going around the social media that's saying that there's no trucking uh, trucking information out there. I'm, I'm here. I'm here to prove them wrong. My guy right here, trucking hustle. Ramel Watley. Uh, Ramel Watley is his name. Ramel Watley. He has talked yeah. with the best of the best in the biz. Episode four. Episode four. Episode best four. Episode. Episode. Four. Shit. Episode. Episode number thirty-seven got and two episode, hours. How long you talk? Episode four got two and a half hours. We had to cut my shit we got down. Two, we well, got two and a half too off the muscle. You, you can't. Are, you, you can't talk about COVID and don't go to. Go to go to go to episode number thirty seven. There was, no was, was no such thing as COVID when we started. <laughs> I know, but I when, when they when they needed when they needed expertise on COVID, go to episode thirty seven. You're gonna find out what it really is, Well, well you want to find out about when you want to find, find, out, about, find out about trucking and snorting cocaine and chasing white women, go to episode four. Look, I'm about if to, you want to learn if you want to learn how to do business in trucking, <laughs> and if you want to learn how to get medical coverage when you in trucking, you go to episode number thirty-seven. And if you listen to the episode, there's a twenty percent discount oh, that's part of the podcast yeah. on Trucking Hustle. Now right. that's real talk. Hush, hush up, right. hush, hush up to I, both of y'all, so I can promote. This I just sent, I just sent both my messages on Instagram. All right, yeah, so, appreciate the yeah, again, uh, again. Uh, shout out to my man. Um, what's his name? Romel. Romel. Uh, shout out to my man Romel Trucking Hustle on TV. I mean Trucking Hustle TV on uh, YouTube. He's also Trucking Hustle on Instagram, Facebook. and you can also catch him on Facebook. So there's definitely uh, a lot of a lot of good uh, trucking channels out here that's giving up the real. Uh, trucking information. All right. Um, again, thank you to these gentlemen right here. Uh, Drill Sergeant, this, 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 my guy forever. He always, he, he always ball, you know, balls to the wall. And my man, uh, Cigar Boss, uh, it, it, I, that's I, my raggedy ass brother from South I don't Carolina. Have, right. I, I, I mean, I, it ain't much, <laughs> I, I don't have much to say, man. You guys, you guys are the best. Uh, Shay, uh, Shayan, uh, Shay, if I'm Shanoa, Shanoa, thank you, Shanoa Jackson, thank you for uh, for uh, being the channel member. I really do appreciate that. But we about gotta to give Nicole a shout out too. I saw Nicole on here. Derek, Derek, Derek is the flatbed yeah. king. Y'all, y'all want to know about flatbedding? Y'all got to reach out. See, this is what I wanted to say before we get off the air, real quick. I, right? mm-hmm. 
I'm acting like cigar boss. I'm gonna just cut you off and just run my mouth. What are we gonna do? People, listen to me. Look and see who's talking in the comments. Look who's asking certain questions, who's answering certain questions. We all network in the same area. Okay, we network. The, the topic tonight was why knock the uh, uh, the black business owner, but we give McDonald a thousand chances. Okay, the bottom line is if you network with black people, black people network can grow. You can't black network with black people. Okay, the N word people, them other people. But when you're talking black business, black business owned. And somebody that's really in your corner, someone that's going to know what you're doing because they did it, now you're building a network. Build your network. Listen to who's on the show. Write it down. Check them out. Because you may get into this industry and need that help somewhere. You might need to learn how to chain and bind. You might need to know how to drop down extra cargo doors in the reefer unit. You might need to know how to slide your tandem. These are things that some people forget. If you watch Lockout Boss, your ass going to be stuck in the ditch somewhere, okay? Because he can't even get off a piece of paper because he's slippery. Mm. But this thing, there's things out here that we all talk about, little things, even though we laugh and joke a lot, but a lot of it's for real. Yeah. Grow your network. Yeah, Grow your network with black businesses, white businesses, Chinese businesses. I don't give a damn what color they are or what their nationality is. All right? Grow your business to be successful. And this is the last thing I'm going to say for the night because we all got to go because y'all got, the, y'all got bosses that y'all got to answer to. But the bottom line is success is waiting on you. Go get it. That's what's up. Right, can, I, can I give a closing statement? Go, go ahead, go ahead. That was the closing statement. I, I know. No, right? you said no, no. I asked, I asked permission. <laughs> <laughs> and and Lashawn and said yes. And last time I checked, it said the Lockout Man podcast. You don't see some boy here been trucking. So, so fuck that shit you talking. I can't wait so, to get on your show. Me. I know we're gonna have a ball. You gonna be episode number three? Just to let you know. Um, said, Damn. <laughs> yeah, and then and, and then LaShawn, you're gonna be episode four or five. Depends on whether this other Negro get on his game or not. But oh, um Yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Oh man. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, man. You I told you, you a hunter, bro. I always always know this. Uh my, my brother Usama said something about networking. So I'm gonna tell y'all a simple philosophy that I use when I look out for my people. Um when I bring my people along, I have a simple statement. When I have a meal, you gotta play. And that's the philosophy that you have to identify with. You, you, when you're dealing with black businesses, you have to give them the allowance of the, the fact that they started behind the eight ball, like, like, like a lot of us have. And they have to learn the, the ingress and egress, how to enter and exit certain things. If nobody has taught you, there's a difference between being ignorant and stupid. Ignorant is you don't know no better. Stupid is you know what you don't do no better. So when you're ignorant, you have to learn the processes that it takes, you know, how to network, who, which hands to shape, which rooms to go in, who to talk to, how to how to set up a business bank account. Why is that important? Why is it, what's the what's the value proposition between the LLC and the, and, and, and the corporation? Why is that necessary as opposed to being a sole proprietor? Who do I need to talk to? Shippers, receivers? Um, do I run dedicated? Do I establish a lane? You know, those are certain intricacies. My brother was right that there are, there are YouTube channels where you can learn aspects of trucking. 
that we've all explained. And yes, Truck and Hustle has over 80 episodes where Ramel has invested himself heavily, just like you have, LaShawn. So there are there are entities out here that are available to you guys to be able to help up your knowledge base in, in, in essence, to become a better trucker. Um, the, the, the closing thoughts I want to tell you is this. Be prepared in any business, whether it's the trucking business, carpentry, whatever. Be prepared to work long hours. Be prepared to do the research first. If you're not a reader, you're not an entrepreneur, period. So if you don't like to read, then you're not going to make no money in the business because you have to read to learn. And I'm not talking about no fucking Kindle books. And I ain't talking about no audio books. Take your ass to my page. Get you some books. Read the books because the advantage of reading the book is this. You can take notes. You can underline. You can highlight. You can go back and you can refer it. The Kindle shit, if you lose the phone or if you don't pay your phone bill or the shit power go out, the Kindle thing, the battery go dead, you lost the information. Don't, don't tell me that shit about being on another goddamn cloud. Either. I don't want to hear that. But you need to be able to be able to have a source of reference. And then you need to be able to deal with people who can give you that knowledge by virtue of having lived the experience of having done it themselves. That's the best teacher. Interactive learning is the best teacher in any business, whether it's business or sports or whatever. What you do and how you do it determines how well you're going to be successful. Now, whether you whether you build something that works or fails, there's no loss in failure. Other thing, there's only lessons. So if it doesn't work, you learn that it doesn't work this way. You try it a different way. So don't be afraid to try so at the end of the conversation is this. Whatever y'all decide, decide to do, make the decision, take the action, do the preparation, then do the execution. Execution brings results. That's all I got to say. All right. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and end the show tonight. Guys, take it easy. Thank you for joining me. If you like content like this and more, yo, y'all know exactly what to do. Y'all know Appreciate exactly it, brothers. what to do. Hit the, uh, hit the subscribe button. Or the like button, just show some support for me to continue to bring you guys good conversations like we just had tonight, man. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. You guys take it easy. Have a good night, and we are out of here. Now down shift.